0: Formula Ford has that, by the way. You'll notice at Bathurst there's you know, HFFA, which is Historic Formula Ford Association, and FFA, which is Formula Ford, which I you can't raised. wait. But the thing is, the difference <laughs> thing is, is HFFA is their own group, yeah. and then you got Formula Ford Australia, which is their own group. But the thing is, again, it's kind of like k New South Wales yeah. and K-A. They hate there, each other. Yeah, they hate each other. But you've got to think of it from an outsider's point of view, like my 50 coming, cars. Yeah, exactly. But also – there's different rules. So like you go to historic Formula Ford in Formula Ford Australia Association, there's different rules to the one that we – so that just Bolly cost, cost,
1: that, that, that's a costing Yeah,
0: that cost me three steering wheels because I, <laughs> I had the shits. Do you know what I mean? Because I had to fit the, to the certain regs. But then I can go to a cutting – I can go to Formula Ford Association and have a different rule set. Do you know what I mean? It's just, too hard. It's, just it's it's insane. And you it, walk away from it. Yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna walk away no, from No, I know, but that's the yeah. love.
1: But a lot of people will. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people go, you know what? I don't need this crap. I just yeah. wanna do it because it's fun.
0: Yeah. I see, yeah I do see that in even the Formula Ford Club. Because I, I was on the committee for a bit and Cameron Hill as well. You see a lot of guys just come in after two years and they're like, This is just too confusing and too 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 much money spent. Yeah, you know hundred percent.
1: I mean? Yeah. Hundred percent. You gotta be a diehard and something wrong with you is staying it. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> why true. I'm still in it. You're yeah. still in it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to On the Couch with Holly This is Australia's number one motorsports podcast, where we interview motorsport personalities from all sides of the track, both locally and internationally. Whether it's two or four wheels, flat or dirt tracks, we get to know their stories.
2: Hang on, Hooley. I just want to point out some key information for our listeners. What makes this podcast different is your host, Huli is a racing champion himself. That's definitely true. I ask the
0: questions others might miss who don't have the experience behind the wheel. And a big kicker that makes us so different from the others is we're not here to get the latest headlines.
2: Yes, we cannot emphasise that enough. We want to hear stories, lessons learned, challenges faced, the highs and lows, but we don't want to bully, pester or in general be assholes to our guests. Well, that's enough from us, so let's get into it and
0: hear it from our next guest, Beyond the Helmet. On today's episode of On the Couch with the Hooli, we've got the legendary driver coach Tom Williamson. Tom's early career saw him race against some of the best in Formula Ford, V8 Utes, and even tested for Brad Jones Racing in V8 Supercars. But life didn't plan out for him becoming a professional racer himself, so he turned to driver coaching. And he is one hell of a driver coach, having worked with the likes of Brock Feeney, Macaulay Jones, Madeline Stewart, amongst many other notable names. I could go on and on about what Tom told Brooker myself, but instead let's hear it from the man himself, Tom Williamson.
1: I said I to Elliot, I said, Elliot, I said uh, let's see if you can... Actually keep the thing with four wheels on it.
0: Yeah, it's fucking hard.
1: <laughs> I, I reckon he's going to find it
0: hard.
1: He said, is it flat across the top? I went, yeah, the whole way. The whole way's flat. And he's like, even down. And I'm like, yeah, flat, flat. <laughs> and there's no chance. <laughs> well, I, remember,
0: I remember racing there once in the Ford and then I, I did a wrong gear change at the top of the mountain, set it oh. down, and the thing spun, and, I was, and it didn't hit the wall. And it just, went, and I was like, oh fuck, 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 and I kept going. It lined itself back up again. I was like, oh god,
1: that's bro. a weekend done. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'm happy. <laughs>
0: I was like, I fucking had enough of shooting myself. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I was tempted to do it, but it was like, oh, we should get the spectrum out. But the thing is, it just, it had a huge accident, in Eastern Creek. That's uh, it. I nearly lost the championship because Liddell had driven in. Like I, I had a bad start, but yep. I went straight to the inside turn two. Yeah. And the guy who was, like, mid-pack basically, like... Chopped. Just chopped. Just me. And then the car just fucking went
1: in half. So how close did he end up in the championship? Oh, the guys behind me were, like...
0: Because it was double points, they were all chasing... Basically, it was... I only won by, like, nine points in the end.
1: Oh, and what, last race, you were just a passenger, just... Just
0: circulated. I basically just had to putt around. Brooke was there, going fuck, just make it to the end of the like the car was fucked. Like oh, we heard as a
2: driver. Yeah, like he went out. You know, when they just they've got to go out for the first lap to line up, and it was just we just heard it popping, and then his engineer Julian's like oh shit, that's Dan. And it, I'm like the, oh in no, the accident, <laughs> in the accident,
0: in the accident, went airborne, and then you know when it bounces, all the back of the engine just fucking yeah, just like it. all the bolts yeah. and shit came loose, and then the car was just like, and all the fucking shit was just, and then you
1: had to just roll around. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to do it.
0: Oh, it was fucking painful. I fuck, know would have fallen out
1: with me. I Oh, nah, fuck it, I'm going because
0: normally I flat shifted it. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, yeah, the, nah, 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 like that. I oh, just, I was like, you, I was like, oh fuck, I just want to like make it to the end. And then all the durotics are coming around, so I was basically just going off the line and just letting them all go through. And just I was like, man, Bart, when's this when's this race going to finish? He's like, just hold on. Oh, we
1: all felt like that. Oh, that's dude. too funny.
0: Uh, are we live? Yeah, we're live. Oh, cool. Yep. Well, Tommy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Um, dude, I'm pumped that you're here and um, you've got to tell me what's been going on because you are got to be the most busiest driver coach in Australia, in my opinion anyway.
1: Uh, it's pretty busy. I uh, <laughs> just got back from Dubbo last night, so we were there for five days. Yeah. Um, that was sort of a preseason camp and a, what I call a school. So a lot of newbies, um, not just my race team. We break it down to actually really – Really basic skills, you know, your braking techniques, your, your steering techniques. So there's a group of uh, four of us. So Cody and myself are sort of head head coaches. So I attack one area, he attacks another. And then we've got uh, my old man come along and uh, Donnie McLean were in the pit. So they were actually teaching just the, the simple stuff. Like even it, it's quite funny. They said, Oh, do you want me to teach them how to? Clean and air cleaner. And I just started laughing. I'm like, are you serious? And then I thought about it. I went, yeah, actually teach me how to clean an air cleaner. Cause some days I look at him and it's not done properly. So yeah. So that was five days. Uh, got back today, unloaded the truck. Uh, I spent a bit of time with my kids and then up here tomorrow morning to Perth uh, for two days, come back, unload another container of carts. And then I th- think there's something else on then Ah, oh, bathurst yeah
0: well where i'm racing you yeah we were, were saying before yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so
1: you're at bathurst and um elliot cleary and cody gillis and ellie morrow at bathurst in form the Ford just to get laps yeah uh actually no before that i've got then i've got a trans am test on the 20th and 21st at queensland raceway who's that with uh, that's with Cody Gillis and Elliot Cleary, so they're yeah. running TransAm this year. Yeah, okay. So I've got a two-day test there, and then I'll fly from Brisbane to London, um, and do three days in Europe, and then a couple of meetings, fly back, then Bathurst, then yeah, I don't know. It's just a blur.
0: Because I've got you have just met Brooke, obviously, yes. then, but she's actually like a past swimmer. And she was saying a lot of failed athletes, not not necessarily that we are failed. I'm definitely failed. But definitely uh, failed. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke was saying that um, it's interesting coming from like our point of view where you're getting a lot of the young guys through and, you know, you're obviously training a lot of drivers and stuff like that. But she was thinking before that if she had failed in swimming, that she could have maybe – you were saying something to me before off-air when we were preparing for this interview.
2: Oh, no, it was just more that, yeah, just understanding like what – I think for us, like we were saying like to Dan and that some people transition into coaching, which was what we're, when we were looking at uh, your bio and everything that you've done in that and you've done that so successfully and we're seeing that a lot now, like I was saying to Dan on Netflix, like a lot of people who didn't go down that athlete path for whatever reason, whether it was injury, money or whatever that was, and have become coaches but they're just – got that innate ability to teach people in a way yeah Uh, yeah and I think that's what was like really interesting with what you've done um and it was just yeah it was just that's a lot of what we want to talk about today it's
1: it's interesting because uh, people have asked that question how did you become a coach like Mm -hmm. how did that happen and it's like sort of naturally went that way And, and why I feel like I'm I'm reasonably good at it is because I wasn't I wasn't good enough. As a driver myself, I wasn't good enough. Hey, I, I could get a result every now and then, but I wasn't quite good enough. It Just naturally the flair probably wasn't there, but I had to think about it so much. And I probably spent more time thinking about what I was doing and the processes than actually being able to do it. So I, I feel like I, I was able to break it down and understand what makes someone fast. Yeah and in the end i just love it like the fact is that a lot of people say oh you, you you must get tired you get over it you know i don't get over it i just i really do love it like yeah everybody gets tired but this isn't work it's 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 just it's really fun like it's working with young kids fresh kids like on the weekend it was you know 36 degrees most days um we'd start at 8 and we'd finish at 8 it was it was nuts yeah. but it was just see the kids smile like they make it make an improvement and and being there with them along and it, it's at the end of the weekend for me I'm I'm used to it but the new guys just like oh that was just that was awesome and you sort of go yeah uh, you forget that but what every now and then when you have that you're just like yeah that that is seriously cool that that those sort of things. It's just the little things that that matter so much.
0: Mm. Is it as satisfying you being a coach now and seeing those kids' faces to if you were to make say if you did make it to that top level? Is it as just as satisfying on that do I you, think would you have got that satisfaction? do you get you're gonna get more satisfaction out of teaching yeah. like lots of kids come through? Yeah, I,
1: I get more satisfaction out of that. You know, I hey I, people say to me, Do you wanna get like we just had the conversation, being in a form of forward lately or or mm. you know, a go kart and I can't think of anything that I don't want to do more. Because I remember how much hard work, if I jumped in a Formula Ford or a go-kart, I reckon I'd last about a lap and a half and I'd be absolutely rooted Yeah, and sore for days. (laughs) I do it every now and then in a go-kart and I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go out with some of the good guys and... I think, oh, yeah, I'm going all right, and then they just blow past me and they go, we've never seen a go-kart spinning the wheels and the front wheel in the air. I'm not using any of the technique yeah. that I use or, or that I teach or anything. So the satisfaction of working with kids and seeing them progress mm. and that's from a little step to the big step, you know, and walking on the supercar grid and seeing guys that I worked with and, and looking how far they've gone um, – that, that's really satisfying.
0: Yeah, because we were saying before when we were messaging to get you onto this into the studio that you know you said, "Oh, Brock Feeney, I've you know trained yep. him, t- like you know Tom Sargent, who have recently just had on as well yep. who, in this season." Was it is, is it satisfying to see McCauley and Brock there and being like, "It's awesome, hundred like percent." They're achieving their own goals. Yeah, you know they're I
1: mean? achieving it. They were, they, you know, um, they they're both very very talented in their own right. They would have made it either way, mm. um, you know, but knowing that. There was a little bit of well, hey, I go up for the race. Good luck, Brock. You know, and I speak to them and Mac. I, I, I'm still in his corner every every meeting that I can be there. I'll be in his corner. You know, he's mm-hmm. like a brother to me. I think we. He was 11 when I first started with him, and I lived with him for four or five years. Yeah, right. So you know, that's that's a bond that he's part of the family. So that bond won't be broken. Um, You know, and Brock's no different. It, it, when when you in the team that 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 closely, you end up part of your family, so um, it's it's cool, you know, seeing those guys. Tommy Sargent, he had a couple of tough years, I would I would say, in full forward, like he missed out, but then seeing him get on a roll, mm. um, it, it's funny. There was a group there that in juniors, you know, uh, Brock Feeney, Tom Sargent, um, Hunter MacRae. Yeah. Uh, who else was there? Did you have Hunter in your group? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Briefly, but they're all in that group at the one stage, yeah. and you know, um, there's others. There's Zane Morse, you know, uh, Josh Fife. There, there was a whole group, and it was, it was such a a good group of drivers that that you know, really, Timmy, Colin, Britta, they all pushed, and they've all gone on to different things mm. and been successful. Um, and it reminds me, like the other day, I was talking to my wife Zoe, and I, I feel like I've got a junior group like that you know you're go in phase but right now I've got a junior crop that are this they remind me so many things you know the they're, they're natural flair of each way a little bit different you know um and when you get that well, well I feel when I get that mm. it's 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 like you're a what is it a music conductor you're just sort of pointing them just in the right direction they've got so much talent yeah you, all you're ever doing is no no slow down. Christian Horn is not here, ready to sign you just yet. Like, yeah. just, just <laughs> slow down. Wait, I asked
2: this. I asked this of Wally's story, and I walked away not agreeing with what he said. But it'd be interesting from you, from a coach's perspective. I said because the, motorsports different to other sports in the fact that you um, can't always train. You yep. like, you know, some like swimmers, footy players, everyone can every day morning and night and do it. And some people, like we've seen in the past, like Michael Jordan and others, they started off like they've said in their by like their whatever documentaries and that, that they were shit at it and everyone said that they wouldn't make it. But they proved everyone wrong by working hard at it. My question was, do you see some drivers, I know some people do have a natural flair that they'll have and then they work on it, or do you see some come through that start off not good but turn out to be really good if they train hard enough?
0: Yeah, because Tommy Sargent was saying from what Brooke was saying, he came on the podcast, he goes, honestly, Hooli, I would shit house at the start. And I, you've even told me when I, I started, I took a while
1: to get, get yeah, going. You know what it, it's, it, uh, Wally. Wally's an absolute cracker. Yeah. That's on why when he
2: says different stuff, I'm like, oh, I don't know. He's like, no, you either got it or you don't. That's it with motorsport. And I was like, oh, I don't know if that doesn't sound fair if you nah, haven't trained. We've, we've had that
1: conversation. <laughs> we differ a little bit. Um, I, 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 like some of my best drivers, like Tommy Sargent, is one of them that was like I plucked him out of oblivion. So we went down to Grandful, East yeah, 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 yep. Um, uh, Craig owns Grenfell, I reckon the whole the whole lot, the yeah. whole state. Grandfuls <laughs> is the sergeant's, but we just went to like a camp, and I I saw him drive, and he may think he was hopeless. Yeah, he wasn't hopeless. Craig was hopeless. Yeah. He was good straight away. He had he had a lot of talent. Yeah. Um, he. Hey, he didn't get results, but mm. he had a lot of talent. But you, you can say that about Josh Fife. Before Josh Fife come to me, man, uh, he he'd every now and then be be fast, mm. but just didn't have the ingredients. So it's hard. But I think the harder you work, the luckier you get. And I I, I do believe that there's there's definitely cases of people that weren't fast, but they ended up being good. Um, if you if you've got if you want it bad enough hundred percent you can get there. You know, is it, is it easy? No, nah, nothing, nothing worth it is easy. Some kids, I, I find the ones like there, there's some kids that it has got that much talent. They actually never make it cause they don't know how to work hard. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, a lot of them, like a lot of our best drivers are still stuck in go karts and end up not, not going further. Now, is that funding? Is it this? Is it that in the end? It's it's all those things, but yeah, I take my hat off. Like Scotty Andrews, he's a, he's a friend of mine. We we caught up at Adelaide, and I was just like, dude, I take my hat off to you. Like I gave up, and it's impressive that you kept on banging on doors. Now the guy's living the life, winning races, racing professional. That's a guy there that just kept dedicated, you know. And Joey Mawson, like that, like Joey's one of those guys that just hasn't had the right. Um, ingredients, as you were saying. Yeah, but. it's it's ingredients. It's a little bit's luck, but you make your own luck. He just just hasn't quite mm. kicked it. But talent wise, hey, he's got everything you need. But you know, he's either trot on his dick every now and then, or it just hasn't fallen at the right time. Yeah, and that's hard. Like as a, as someone that loves the sport, I hate watching that. Like I, I, that's the one part that I I hate looking at and going, you know what that kid deserves a spot. And, and and that's just one person. Like we can name, we could sit here all night and name all different people, but that's one that comes to mind because I'm looking at one of his suits. Yeah, um, <laughs> And Joey and I talk every, you know, two weeks and have a laugh. But, yeah. you know, like there, there's, there's that part that's frustrating. But the question, can you make it without being naturally gifted? Yeah, but you have to work frigging hard. Yeah. yeah. But that's like any sport.
0: Yeah. Well, that's like me though. I wanted to win that state championship for so bad, like so badly over the years. And I was, you were saying like you were going to give up because you couldn't hold on those when the car was, when I was. No different to you. Yeah. Like I had to chip away and chip away at it, but people you
1: changed everything to do it. And you changed what your mindset, you changed the way your team went, you changed everything. Yeah. And you threw everything, but you didn't give up. Yeah. And you did it. Yeah. You know, so that it's, it's the want that I believe it's it's more desire, and if you have the desire and the people around you that buy into it, you'll you'll make it. Yeah,
0: this reminds you of the story that we were talking about also off off air, where you raced at Oran Park with a broken leg, and that's basically when I looked at you back then as a kid, and I was I was t- I was smaller than you, right? Yeah, I was like, holy shit, if he's racing with a broken leg, because I'm your your wife Zoe's peaches yes. autism, I yep. have autism, right? Yep. So I was thinking. If you know Tom can race with a broken leg, I can get past my my mental disabilities yeah. and race a cart fast. Yeah, and that's what I did. Obviously, yeah, hundred yeah. yeah,
1: percent. It, yeah. it took a little bit. Uh, it's funny, like so. It was it was a broken ankle and foot, mm. and um, yeah, I wasn't gonna stop. Like I was actually, I didn't think it was that bad, but it probably wasn't a great decision considering it was my break break leg. But um, I think I was faster for it mm. because I it. Like I, I, I'm, I'm, I was crazy in a go kart so I think I actually had to think a little bit and slow down. So it definitely helped, but it's just desire, and, and you know, it, like Zoe, yeah, that's what she does. She she teaches autistic kids. I've had kids in carts that are autistic. Mm. Um, she picks them for a mile off, and but I can tell you one thing: when you guys get your head around the first three laps, I find it's the first three laps and you're able to, you know, understand that it's not uh, everything's going to be, you you can't control Mm. everything else. You can only control what you're doing and you can go with the flow. There's no one that can lead as well. I I, I don't care what anyone says. There's nobody that can hit their marks and lead as well. Once they get in front and if it's lap three and the cart's going to keep on coming on, it's like, Goodbye. <laughs> just, there's yeah. no mistakes. That's far, what Dan wow. does. Because yeah. he went into
2: the store, it could have been like two or three years since you've been in it in yeah. December. Chucked a massive tantrum on the first two days. True it wasn't because like, yeah, <laughs> You and Wally. Oh, I turn off on the Sunday because he kept saying to me, it's not what I was expecting. It's not this, it's not that. Too, because I know when he gets that mindset, it's like I want it to be like the Kent. And I'm like, "It's we're all like, even Isn't Bart it? was like, it's not, Dan, get over it. <laughs> Rocks off <laughs> on the Sunday and then he's going through the video and then Bart's taking him through, this is what you'll do here, here, here and here. And he d- listens, does it, and then all of a sudden, it's like he said, it just clicks, and then you just watch him. And then he's just—we're just watching him hit the corners. We're at the right mark, overtake people, going around. We're like, he's got it, finally. We're, yes, we're, we're two laps
0: ago, <laughs> on, nearly won. Because by the end of the weekend, Bart, Barton and Brooke were like, "You got to get over this," because uh, that's the thing with autism. Autism—you would have seen, obviously, yeah. growing up with me, I'd, I'd obsess over things. Yeah, the autistic people—they obsess yep. over things. Yep. and Bart and Brooke obviously works with, like works with me now because she lives with me as yep. well it's that thing of trying to like separate it apart. And I guess for you teaching autistic kids, do they have like a certain drop? Does, does actually, does every driving, does every cart car that you teach have a different driving style or do you uh, teach them to a way to?
1: Yeah, um, I, maybe they do. Mm. I don't. Have yeah, you noticed? They, they like, probably do, but I change it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they don't like it. Um, yeah. yeah. Like they, they definitely do. I, I but, you, you you can tell the, like you said, like you, you, autism, you, you, you're stuck in your ways. Like that's, that's the way that I ate this for breakfast. This is how I do it. You know, that that's my spot. That's where I sit. Yeah. It took me a while to learn that. And Zoe, Zoe helped me with that. And then I saw, I went, Oh, I reckon that, that kid that I helped five years ago, I reckon he may have had autism. Never asked a question, but I just assumed, yeah you know, and now it, it being, um, uh, um, more known about, you know, there's definitely, you, you, I definitely teach differently there because you, you've you got to use the word. You, you, I, I say to you, oh, you know, you're breaking technique. You need to fix this. You need to use less pressure here, there. If you don't understand that and don't get that, you most of the time you go, yeah, yeah, okay. But you go and do the same thing and just like, kid's not listening but it's not the fact it's they don't understand what you're saying so yeah. you've got to do it a couple of different ways and at one point as you just said all of a sudden oh yeah bang and it's like a look it's like oh they've got it yeah okay sweet but it's it's interesting like every kid is a little bit different like some are visual some aren't you know some can read data others look at data and go oh they're squiggly lines mm. you know and get lost um you know and and, and like at my team, we do a lot of data. Um, I don't have anybody. Well, Ellie, Ellie does download a lot. Um, Elliot, do they help me with it? But a lot of the data running through it is me, and I sort of think about it. I actually think back to me. Like, imagine if I did data, I you know, would be completely lost, um, <laughs> and I couldn't come up with an excuse of oh, no, I know that that wasn't the problem. Yeah, um, but it, it's it's very the. It, Kids are very, these days. Um, Technology-based? Yeah. Yeah, because that's what
0: I was thinking. I was going to ask, obviously, at the start of the podcast, where you and I grew up in that analogue era, and we had to learn everything very, like, basic. And obviously, the cart teams that are around now, like your team, I don't know, there's many, many it's very teams. very different, yeah. yeah. like, you know what I mean? They're more set out, like, more structured, where we, we kind of turned up in, like, a in a trailer and ba- very basic, put, on, put the cart on the track and go. And that's kind of what I can tell from what you did with the Dubbo trip. Do you know what I mean? You, that's, what Bart, basics,
1: that's, that's what Bart did with me though. Yeah. Do you know what camp I mean? Of the, camp of the track, bring it back to basics. Mm. Like the only thing I'm disappointed I didn't do a Dubbo is I didn't do Spotlight because it went dark so 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 late. Like those back, the uh, uh, fun things, bring it back to basics um, because that's, that's why we did this. That's why we fell in love with what we did. Um, I feel now... The team like well, my team, all the teams, very professional from when we were. it was probably one professional team, which was Tim Craig's, yeah, and it was like revolutionary. Um, I look back at it now and I look at you know, Tim Craig and um, sorry, uh, um, Tony Cart, you know, Jim Morton's team, they were both you know, yeah. juggernauts. Uh, I felt that Tim's was was sort of a uh, Tim. I look up to Tim, the way he did it from back then, like, you know, the way that he ran his team um, back then was, was pretty cool. Like he, it he was, still,
0: he runs his Pulsar team like cart one now. Yeah, he would, like, he would. It's just, everything is like structured and it's kind of like what you're doing too, though. Like yeah. I've got to ask about your cart team. You'd obviously have, do you have like a, like a roster in a way and you the way you do you have like a squiggly line way of where they go. And you know what I mean? Like all the stuff you explained earlier or.
1: Yeah. Uh, like all, the guy, to- all the guys that work for me, all right, like Cody and Zoe and Darren and Elliot, I reckon I drive them crazy because in my head I've got all this stuff but I don't talk about it. Mm. So they get to the <laughs> track and they'll have carts here, there, and everywhere. no, 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 that cart goes here, there, there. So, yeah, sort of. I, I, I group them and I know who likes pitting next to each other and, and well, they might be friends with them, but no, he distracts him and, and, and it just doesn't work. And, you know, yeah, I, I've got that sort of stuff. I've got a plan in my head. And if I'm feeling generous, I tell everybody close to me the plan or some days I just don't tell anybody and just they'll be on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> so I reckon that's, that, that's probably difficult working with me to be perfectly honest. It's something that everybody's been onto me and I've got to work at, mm. um, but, yeah, I have a plan in my head, a blueprint that I use um, when we go testing and uh, that's that's the way Tim did it, I'm pretty sure, you know, and the way he, he's very structured. Um, yeah. He's got this – he just works hard, man. Yeah. He works hard, um, no different to Jim Morton. He, he worked hard. He had a smaller operation and he sort of – he did it the way I think everybody would love to do it and pick the best drivers he could and just run with them. You know, um, that's a pretty cool concept. And you look at the drivers that come out of his stable, you know, you've got your Ryan Briscoes, you've got your Mark Winterbottom, Michael Caruso, you know, uh, Alan Gurr, uh, James Gurr, <laughs> the list goes on. Like it was a pretty cool yeah. um, top team. But Tim would still beat him. You know, he had the crop and, and Tim would had top cart and ran a juggernaut and ran it with a – you know, an iron fist. Yeah. And no. He had McFadden, just, Limbom. Like, mate, those are his, yeah. He, he had, had that, crackers, man, like yeah. Neil McFadden. Yeah. There's one that didn't make it and, mate, there's nothing he didn't win. Oh, I get
0: messages all the time trying to get him on the podcast but he's just MIA. Do you oh, know good what I mean? luck getting Neil. Yeah, me
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah you're, you know what I mean? Like, even Limbom himself, like, he chewed at me for a bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. those guys just... Obviously had that bit, and they were always trying to get there. But you know what I mean. Again, those guys just disappear yeah, off just, the map. It's 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 disappointing. I know what you mean when you watch it on
1: TV. You just watch it, and you're just like, dude, that got that guy had it. Yeah. You know why? Why didn't it? Why didn't it happen? You know, um, and that's frustrating. So, you know, that's why now I'm doing the Trans Am team. Um, with with a, with a couple of other guys that are helping me. Mm. Um, is it your
0: is it your team with your branding or no is it- no?
1: So it's it's going to be called the. Oh, I got to remember this now. You put me on <laughs> um, the race academy. Okay, so the concept is that you know it's an academy. It, it's it's you go from your your TWM or or you don't necessarily yeah. have to be in there into the academy and you learn the 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 new all, all the little things like the processes it's not just you don't just pay your money and go racing. Yeah. You've got to turn up, learn how to change gear ratios, how to work on a on the car, you know, you know, that sort of stuff. Be part of the team. Get the team to to build around you and build a team with you. You know, ideally I'd like to think that a driver engineer combo. Each person can develop that and go further. So if they want to go career to Carp, they want to go to IndyCar, they want to go to V8 Supercars, Super Two, whatever it is. But you've got that relationship because I feel that that is so important. You look at Adam DeBore; he, he's he's involved. You know Brett Lupton's involved, but you look at Adam and Chaz. You mm. know that that bond they've got. Like it, it's he, he they Chaz doesn't have to say anything to Adam. He just looks at him and knows what it needs. Yeah. You know, and, and I've had that with various drivers, not all of them, but I've had it with various drivers through the group and, and it's been amazing because of it. So I'd like to think that our, our our racing Academy has that, you know, um, Hey, I'm not an engineer, so I'm going to have to get someone to develop that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Yeah. so it's that, that's the concept behind it. And that's why we started because I'm sick of seeing kids that, you know, have, have it, Mm. and just make the wrong call at the wrong time. You know, that team won the championship last year, but that team the year after doesn't perform. I'm not saying the Racing Academy is going to perform, but it's going to give you the right shot. Yeah, Yeah. and it's going to teach you the right way. It's not all about winning. It's about having that process and being able to to work hard when things aren't going right, you know, Mm. knowing that throw on the, the, the toys out of the the cot that doesn't help you know let's sit down think about it etc cetera, etc cetera, you know have media training have social media like we didn't we didn't grow up with social media you're you're really good at it yeah i don't
0: know y- it. you guys thought i was annoying as fuck
1: that's but- <laughs> 100% yeah but you got it yeah but still me yeah. i'm never on yeah. it you you will never get me myself to do anything on it yeah i look at it when i'm bored yeah but I don't put stuff on it. We get people to do our social media. Yeah. But, man, like, I, I hey, I, I only had a conversation with a parent today and I said, you know, the kid's about to take next step. We need to get, uh, you know, some sports like Why? It's a lot of pressure. Mm. There's, there's about to be a lot of pressure. Like, we're pulled off a big deal. It's about to be a lot of pressure. So they need to have those tools because – I didn't have that, you didn't have that growing up, we yeah. we just went racing and, you know, you sign with, you know, Red Bull, no yeah. one would know. Or yeah. even if they did, you're not getting heckled by some keyboard warrior yeah. sitting there carrying on, you know, so that's really hard and because these kids are growing at such a young age now, you know, like uh, that's, uh, it's a little bit of a a gripe of mine that how how young kids go like 14 mm. and they're 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 jumping in a race car and yeah. they
0: brooks actually said that before she's cr- she's
1: like that's nuts it's, yeah yeah it, it's not that they're going fast it's just they're still growing mentally yeah. you know and you're spending big big bickies to go there you know yeah. and it's like okay you're going to cars you're going to you know F4 or yeah. whatever it is, F4 have finally just put in a, a, and FI have finally put in a new, new rule that restricts you there. But you know, you go and spend four years spending massive amounts of money where you, you, you actually hone your craft, not spending as much money, being more mature, being ready for the next step. That's sort of where we're going to make sure that you're actually ready for that next step because some kids are developed at 14. There's no doubt, mm. We're, but most aren't, Yeah, you know, and that's that's the hard part. It's a balancing act and it's it's understanding them, but it just gets so hard now with, you know, social media. You, know, you need social media training. You need media training. You need to be able to look after your sponsors. You need to be able to find sponsors. You need to be able to look after your team. It, it's, it's a big managing job from a... From such young age.
0: You're doing like six jobs in one. For that age, they're, they're trying to man, like manufacture in their head, so, you know. Correct. Every, and yeah. thing.
1: really all they need to worry about is driving as fast as they can.
0: Yeah. So I've got to ask about yourself with your dad because you said your dad's still on board. Yep. Did your dad in, integrate that in your life to be like a hard worker to get somewhere? Did, it was, Or was that just you wanting, like back then you wanted to make race cars, right? Or make it in motorsport. Yeah. Was that you more so... When you were racing karts as at a young kid? as No, nah, that or? was me. That was yeah. me
1: that wanted to make it as a race car driver. Dad's a hard, he's a hard taskman. He just yeah. wanted me to do my best. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, he, he's definitely put that. But going to race cars, he was probably not on board with that. It wasn't, it wasn't sort of disgust. He, he didn't say no, but mm. we didn't have the backing. So he was just like, mm, no, nah, not really. But yeah, like we, Few things lined up. Um, we got a sponsor, Bosca Tech, and that was that was shared with.
0: Wasn't uh, that Bright Tech? Is what? Well? Yeah, Bright Tech yeah.
1: and Brad Jones. Yeah. So I just come back from Rotax Worlds. I finished fourth, and uh, for, somehow there was a tie a tie up. We had a trade show or something, and Brad was there. And Brad said, "Oh, my kids just started racing." I went, "Oh, yeah, okay." Um said, "Oh, we're going to camera next week." And I said, oh, yeah, so am I. So I went and raced and um, said, I'll oh, have a look out. And we went and raced to camera, and had a cracking weekend. Mm. And uh, he said, oh, I've got to get you in a car. Yeah. And I went, oh, okay, that'll be awesome. But anyway, cut a long story short, I think it was two days later, I was in Albury coaching Macca mm. and it was like four days later and I was in a race car in a Formula Ford. Yeah. Um, was this and, the Van Diemen? Yeah, the yeah. Van Diemen. I was an absolute a, weapon of a car. I was gonna ask about that car. Well, it was a shitbox. <laughs> 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 I don't know if it was a shitbox or I was, but man, it was um, hey, it was it was a first opportunity. Was that a Juratech or a Ken? No, it was a Ken. Okay. I think I bent all the valves real quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, I still remember the first day. Wally story come along and yeah. um Phil Curtis. Yep. Um I think I was, I was, Wally didn't, Wally did, wasn't initially there. It was just Phil Curtis and I turned up in the supercar truck. It was hilarious. Um, rolled out. We were okay. Yeah. And I uh, just, oh, the thing understeers, just understeers, understeers. So Wally ended up turning up at lunchtime. He's like, oh, I'll do this and do that. And I remember he was changed the toe in the back and all of a sudden it, it turned. Yeah. And um, oh, I think it's understeering. And he goes, young fella, it's not fucking understeering. <laughs> <laughs> You've just got to drive a whole lot better. <laughs> so um. that was sort of that. And we were gonna do a year of that in yeah. state. And I think I did two races mm. and um we Victoria went Victoria
0: or New South Wales?
1: Victoria. I did two in Victoria and one in one at Eastern Creek. Yep. And then yeah, the the plan changed. I think we got a couple of Brad found a couple of sponsors and all of a sudden, we're doing national, and this
0: um, is the spectrum first. Then you went to McGill, no
1: Miguel first. So yeah. we got a Miguel, brand new Miguel, put it together. Um, I don't know if you've met him, Filthy Phil, Phil Barrett from New Zealand. Um, nah, he's a bit of a guru, but man, yeah. like he's he's crude, yeah. and he he's out there. Like <laughs> you think Lapo's out there, <laughs> Brett Lupton, but man, Phil is a whoa. How, he's,
0: he's, how good's Lapo's story, though, with him? Right? Like, he raced with F1 for a oh, bit uh, Has best. he told you those stories? He,
1: he doesn't, mate. He uh, does not open up all the things he does. Like, I know what he's done and and you get a couple of drinks into him and yeah. he starts to and the amount of stuff he's done is just, it, it's cool. But some of his stories, like, we we have a laugh all the time because he's deaf yeah. and it, you'll you'll say something and you'll, huh, what? <laughs> and we're just pissing ourselves laughing, but his knowledge, like he's just—he's old school. Yeah. Like, data, don't care. Nah, nah, we'll do this. And like the first day I did it, um, at Barbagello with him, with yeah. Elliot, we we roll out. I think Ellie was there. Elliot and Elliot, yeah. We went, we went over there and um, we roll out. And I'm like, oh, he goes. What do you think? I said, turn one. They're just they're horrendous. Their line wrong. Yeah. He goes all right. It's just like go karts. We just walked down on track and got them on the right line. I'm like, oh, this joint's cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that a is that a laid, like is that our like laid back WA is in a way?
1: In a way, th- yeah. Because
0: you come to Eastern Creek, we only got Mate, one track. You never here. get out there. Yeah, You'd get
1: shot. Yeah. You'll Get a life ban. Yeah, um, yeah. It's definitely more laid back and 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 within reason. But you know, it's um, the training that we can do there is it, is yeah, it, it's really good and and. Because Brett just breaks it down so it's so simply, mm. and his understanding of a car, like we we sent that Trans Am car over there, mm. and him and Bryson did a phenomenal job of just understanding the car. I was uh, I was in Europe, so I think I was there for two weeks, and they were there testing for like four days over two weeks.
0: Was this for business in Europe?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was I was there for talking to Cart Republic doing a race meeting and then then we had the FIA motorsport game so yeah i was there for a bit and the car was there and uh, the car went there and it it looked horrendous mm. on track and when i got there i flew back into perth and when i got there i watched it in the first session I'm like wow you've transformed this thing so yeah like he, he's he's um He's his processes. He's probably a little bit like me, doesn't really talk about it that much, nah. but just goes out there and he's processing gets a car cranking. So, yeah, he, he's um, he's instrumental. I, I would have loved to race for the Ford mm. under him. Uh, we did it the first year in national series, we did it ourselves. Yep. Uh, With out you of on Brad. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had an engineer that come in, um, uh, Jason Liftings from New Zealand. He was great, yeah. Um, but we didn't test that much, you know. We, I, I felt we did all right. Mm. Um, I, don't, I don't know what I finished in championship. I had a big crash at Gold Coast, huge crash. Mm. Um, that wasn't the old Gold Coast, Gold Coast track, wasn't it? The big one? No, no, the it rush? was a short one. Yeah, okay. It was in qualifying, and uh, Liam Sager hit the fence, and I, I didn't know, but he lost his break, So I just, I uh, the. Brad would always say, and everybody would always say, like aim for the car, and I aim for the, I aim for the hole, not the car. <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> I hit him that hard. He, he's it, it, separated the gearbox in the car. Holy, it shit. was big. And um, this is when you're
0: in. Oh, that's in Miguel when you're in. the yeah, Macau, yeah,
1: yeah. So it was big, and like I just remember going over to going. Yeah, I don't think I've got anything left on this car. And mm. I remember we stayed up until I think it was four a.m. Mm. fixing the car. Fix the car. Yeah. I think we still finished. Fifth of the round or something, it was pretty cool, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I reckon I did permanent back damage then, yeah. It was a big crash, it, it it hurt hard. So, from then, I've never my back's never been the same since then. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then the year after, we started with Spectrum, um, got lucky round one and won it, yeah. Um, what do you
0: think of Mike Ballin because that he works different,
1: uh, obviously, because he's yeah, the track. He, he's different. Like, he's Mike too, Mike's a guru, but he's quiet, yeah, and he doesn't tell you what's going on. So I, I felt we the tyre changed that year. Mm. We rolled out at round one and we were, we were reasonable. I knew going into round two we weren't great, um, but it was a year we just we needed to to switch on. We we needed results, yeah. and round one was obviously really good. Um, to be fair, without Cam Waters. And I think it was Nick Foster. Yeah. Cam Waters and Nick Foster hit the fence. So yeah. I was probably going to finish fourth or fifth. That's well, you're in,
0: you're you racing when Dave Sierra had a crack too, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. yeah. So, so it was it was a good crop, you know. Um, but that that round we probably would have finished fourth or fifth. Yeah. Um, I got lucky. We won both races, but not on speed. Mm. Um, and then round two we, were, we were just we were horrendous. Yeah. Um, And that was probably not through a lack of trying from people. The car just wasn't, wasn't quite right. But in saying that, Cotto had worked out how to how to get the, the spectrum going, but it wasn't yeah. winning. So then, yeah, we made the decision to, um. well, I didn't make the decision. Kim and Brad made the decision to jump out of that. And yeah. then uh, we jumped into, well, I had no drive for a little bit. Yeah. And I think the week before the round three at Eastern Creek. W- were
0: you were you coaching in the middle of that? Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. that's yeah, when okay. it all started. So yeah. I started
1: coaching in that. Yeah. With well, well, it started two years before with Macca, but then it sort of it rolled on to a couple of other people as well. So I was doing that. So I remember I won Adelaide Saturday, jumped mm. on a plane. I think Brad, yeah, Brad put me on the moped. So we did the media. Um, whatever it is, the conference. The conference, yeah. Saturday night, jumped on the back of the moped. Brad was riding. I was in my race suit. Yeah. Grabbed my backpack. Mm. He rode me to the airport. Yeah. And I was in my suit and I just made the plane. In your suit? Oh, wow. In my suit with crap all over me.
3: <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then I flew to Sydney. Yeah. Stayed in Sydney overnight. Jumped on a plane to Dubbo. Yeah. And the Pro Tour was on. So RoTAX Pro Tour. So Macca was racing there. And Donnie McLean was actually looking after Macca. Until you got there. Yeah, until yeah, I got there. Yeah. So then I was there for Sunday. I think I slowed him down. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was that was a bit surreal. Um, but yeah, so I was still coaching then and then
0: That was top cart. Was the Macca in a top cart then?
1: Uh we were top cart the year after. We were in Intrepid, oh, we were Arrow. We we're arrow intrepid, I'm not sure. We were jumping a bit because we were looking, we were clutching straws, to be perfectly honest.
0: You gotta you gotta talk to me about obviously I'm finding this the Europe thing, how you traveling to Europe for Kart Republic. You gotta explain to me how being a dealer works with a kart brand, like obviously being a dealer and a driver coach and a team, because I have no knowledge of that.
1: Yeah, so that's sort of that all um come about probably through COVID. Yep. Um I was developing Arrow, work with Arrow closely. Mm. Um, I sent Cody to – he was in America. So he got offered to drive uh, Kart Republic and for Eric Jones, who runs Kart Sport North America. So he was um Kart Republic over there. So he was over there racing over there um, and then COVID sort of hit. Everybody in the world was like, oh, we left him there for a bit. And then I remember being in the pool one day. So he was in the pool with me with two of the boys, yeah. and she's like, "It's getting bad." And then uh, Cody's mum Sharon was there, and I'm like, "Okay, right, I'll I'll call him out. We'll call him back." And uh, what was his
0: original plan there? Because he was meant to race
1: there, wasn't he? Yeah. So he was going to race there and be there full time mm. and sort of take over the running of that team. Yeah. And then when he got there, he was, he was training with willpower heaps, still in heaps of stuff. So he was going to race carts, um, and sort of be a professional cart driver. He had the option of doing that in Europe or America. Yeah. Right. And we chose America because Europe is a heart slog mm. and the language barrier, uh, wait, you've got to be like, you just got to be a whippet. You'd be perfect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we sort of went there yeah. and then, yeah, we got him back. Like, I mean, when we got him back, think when he was on the plane they changed the rule or he just got off the plane they changed a the rule to snap you know you go into um the quarantine yeah. hotel quarantine so you only had to quarantine at home yeah you know, right. we live next door to each other so you know he, his home was very big <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah so it's uh he was lucky and then through that they then sent a cart back and that's when we started testing because he the plan was he was always going to go back. We didn't think it was going to last that long. And he
0: had a cut republic, republic in America? Was yeah, yeah. So he yeah. had a cut
1: republic in America. So they sent it back for him, sent a brand new one for him to start to train. And then we, we were testing and I'm like, man, this thing's fast. <laughs> and we tested it three or four times ended up testing like 12, 15 times and each time the result was the same. So then Dino was in contact with me. Through uh, about Cody, and then yeah, just snowballed. So then we we did the deal, um, and then there was there were issues, but we got uh, the FA then got released, um, earlier year early, so FA wasn't going to be released. Yeah, Fernando Alonso, cut. yeah, the That's Fernando Alonso. So he went from OTK to Cart Republic. Yep. Um, and then the Willpower Cart. So we were supposed to get Cart Republic. There was contractual problems anyway. So then they released. Fernando Alonso to us early. So we were the first in the world to grab it, WPK. Um, and yeah, it just it took off. the cart was good. Um, we got results straight away, so it took off. Then the year later we we added cart republic. So last year we added cart republic and yeah, it's um it's the the brand is great. Dino shares the same sort of passion. Like he's probably the smartest in in karting there is, like it's just his vision. His understanding of what makes something go fast, like he's cool. He, he's a lot of fun to be around when you mm. when we go over and we go to a test. Like, apparently, he doesn't go to test days, but every time I'm there, we go to a test day together. Yeah. So, but yeah, like it's it's fun to be around because the the conversations are are very, um, you know, they're they're energizing. We're talking so about how to make it go fast. Was
0: Cart Republic Dino beforehand, or is it? No. Nah, like so how did that
1: all happen? So Cart Republic was nothing. So Dino was it. Where, where did he start? Wherever he started, um, then he was at CRG. Yeah, CRG won world championships. He left CRG. Yep. Went to Zanardi. Zanardi won world championships. Went back to CRG. They won world championships. <laughs> <laughs> then he started Cart Republic. And I think, well, in Dino's own words. Yeah it all happened too fast. It got too big. It was supposed to be small mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's getting orders from all around the world. So the quality was not not where it needed to be. So, yeah, you know, yeah. coming to the DPE and I remember being with Arrow and, and I, at first I'm like, oh, this is a raw deal. I, I, I was Cosmic and Arrow with them and why can't I have that? Anyway, cut a long story short, it's probably good that I didn't because – they weren't that good, you know, the yeah, quality yeah. was sort of, there was a good cart, then a bad cart, good cart, bad cart. So now he's really got that under control. He's got his production line, everything's working. Um, so I got it at the right time, an opportune time. So, yeah, that's how that started. Then Rossberg, he's still, well, He, he every F1, or oh, well, not every F1 drive, but, man, you, there's a list on his wall. It's like Max Verstappen's driven for him, you know, Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. MBM was Lewis Hamilton and Rosberg, yeah. you know, and, um, and I asked him, I'm like, who's the best you've ever seen? Oh, it's, that'd be
0: an interesting question. It was really yeah. cool.
1: So he said, best driver I've ever seen or best driver to make F1 I've ever seen.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And I said, best driver. And he goes, you wouldn't even know him. I'm like, okay. <laughs> wow. So he, he, he but best yeah. F1 driver. He's got massive, massive plaudits on Nick DeVries. He reckons really? he is yeah. amazing. He said he's the real, real deal. So it'll be interesting. That's it. We'll see.
0: That kind of makes sense in in a way for the moment now because De Vries turned up in his first race and then made it to the wow. top ten. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like at yeah. like Monza or every race. He was sick. Yeah. 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 yeah he's just a little pocket rocket. Yeah.
1: And, and and like he said, Max is good, but he said Max is worth ethic, and you know it's driven in from his old man. You can see it from mm-hmm. a mile off. Like the kid's good, but yeah. I think he's been he's been working harder than everybody since the age of five, you know, you go, uh, uh, this is all he's say, but you go to his his old man's workshop, he still does Pex's engines. Like, and his engines are just, you go to World Championship and Peck's brothers who were best friends with Verstappen, I uh, mean, those things, they, they may as well do monos. Yeah, they got that much power, <laughs> you know, like, and it, it's it takes that sort of commitment. So, you know, DeVries, did he have that? I don't know. I, he said Lewis was always good. Um, you know, Nico worked hard. I think we all can see that. But,
0: but is it kind of like car racing where each karting generation, you can't really decipher who was the best or no. is it, What well, is it? Could. Yeah,
1: I don't reckon you could.
0: You can't, yeah.
1: Okay. yeah, It's hard. You know, people say Senna was the best. Well, I don't know. I didn't, I don't even remember watching him. Yeah. You know, like it's Michael Schumacher. Now it's, it was Lewis Hamilton. Now it's, uh, Verstappen, you know, they're all good. Yeah. Put them all together.
0: Who knows? It's kind of weird though, because when we were racing, Ricardo was racing karts with us. 100%. And then now he's out of a drive, but we think of it like yesterday when he was starting as a rookie, but the kids coming through now, I think he's like their Mark Webber in a way. For, yeah, you know? I remember for, yeah, like, for yeah, us, yeah. Webber was on the scene.
1: Yeah, Weber, Webber was, I, I used to love Weber, you know, like, and, and it's funny, you know, Ricardo, I remember racing. I remember running him off the track at, at, at Adelaide because he was going to beat me. I'm like, oh, I'm not this little prick. He's not that I ran him off the track <laughs> and, um, you know. Hey, he yeah. made it and did a ripping job doing yeah. it. It's it's disappointing seeing him where he's at. Like that's another one, you know, just yeah. uh, didn't get the opportunity felt like he should have or, or and it just, you know, wrong foot, wrong time, and it, it, he's now sitting on the sidelines. Hey, but he's still making plenty of cash. Yeah, wouldn't be
3: just complaining.
0: Sit there. If I was doing <laughs> that either. Yeah, just sitting on the sidelines. and just hopping a car for every now and then for a media appearance and stuff. like Don't that.
1: Don't worry, Bathurst. I'll be reminding him that. Yeah. yeah.
0: I got to. I got to ask, where would um where did you grow up, Tommy, and bit, a bit about your background, your parents and stuff.
1: Ah, uh, so I grew up at a place called Varaville, which was about ten minutes from Oran Park. Yep. So when the supercars were on, I could hear them. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was It was a cool place. Oh, so
0: you and your Bart growing up, basically. Yeah,
1: not too – he was the other
0: side, I was the other yeah. side. So
1: I was in between Liverpool and Campbelltown yep. on a mountain range there. So, yeah, so it was – Um. yeah, I'm an only child, so I grew up playing by myself. Um, probably why I don't play well with others now. Um,
0: <laughs> and probably why he shoved Ricard off the track.
1: <laughs> um, mum and dad. So mum uh, was, uh, a really good chef. She taught, she ran TAFE. I think she was one of the bosses there. Mm. Um, and dad was a marketing manager in different companies. So dad used to race motocross bikes. And yeah, was like right. properly good. Like he, he would probably should have won world championships, but fell off and hurt himself, and he was proper good.
0: So he- that's where the racing stems from. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. So
1: that I I wanted to race motorbikes. But yeah, right. I was too dangerous. Like I, I remember when I was. So I've got a scar across here, and that's from when I was three or four. I rode through a barbed bar wire fence. Oh. And that was like Christmas Day, I think. Um. So, yeah, but I was probably, if I was wild in a go-kart, I must have been wild on a bike, so I wasn't allowed to race bikes. Um, so then there was a compromise and we used to go the high-kart track with Dad and I had to beat him and he pumped me off whenever I was in a place to beat him because if I beat him, I wasn't allowed to start racing go-karts. Yeah, right. So <laughs> he used to punt me and then finally we did it. So, yeah, so I started late. I think I was... I think I was 11 or 12 so I started quite late yeah um oh so you started when I started basically, yeah at the same age yeah. yeah so I think it it's not a bad thing no um so I went straight into rookies uh but yeah mum and dad have always mum didn't come to track she doesn't doesn't like the bullshit yeah um so yeah so that's sort of where that was at that's sort of where where I grew up I went to
0: But do you know what I liked about your dad though? He kept you when we were racing together, very focused. Do you know what I mean? Because unlike you, my parents were never really at the track. I'd always had a driver coach or someone there for me because that's just the way my family grew up in. But
3: yeah,
0: it was. I just respected you and your dad though. Like you turned up to the track wanting a decent result. Do you know what I mean? And your dad just kept you out of the shit. You know what I mean? As much as possible. 100
1: percent. Like I I look back at it, and you know, we were we were at each other's throat. There's Mm -hmm. no there's no doubt, but. You look back at it and, yeah, it was. we went there to go racing and we were there to, to get a result. So yeah. I worked on the card. I did all that, you know. Um, the, the only thing I look back at and I probably didn't do enough of is be able to switch off. Now, that's sort of what I always make. make I try to bring along to the kids. Hey, you go to the track, do your job, but then switch off. Have a good time with your mates, but there's a time and a place. You know, but, yeah, like I I was lucky that way. Um, I was probably unlucky in a lot of ways that Dad was setting up the go-kart. Mm. Um, but I learned a lot from him, you know, and it, it, it's funny how things go, but I'm still in the sport. Dad still comes along. He does all my KZ engines. Yep. Um, we blow up and have arguments over, over carburation because <laughs> I <laughs> don't care if we're about to blow the engine up. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. There he, I joke, there is he's babies. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but it, it's just because we're passionate. You know, no, yeah. like we want the best result. He doesn't want to blow an engine up. I want the thing to go fast. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's sort of the background.
0: Yeah. And with, I've, as we were saying over lockdown, he you, you had said Cart Republic come in and that whole deal had come in. I, I remember watching videos clearly on social media because there was not much to do back then. But you guys are literally bringing in trucks full of carts and selling them as they come out. It's still
1: going on. Yeah. Yeah. So like- it's a container. So we get fifty carts in a container. Mm. And what do we got? Got one that arrived last week. So mm. I get my hands on it Friday. Yep. Hopefully. Is so this we- a Republic or an FA or a car? Uh or Cal- it's a split. So it's it's like probably sixty five percent cart republic, uh thirty percent. F-A and then the rest, W-P-K. Um, yeah. oh, so, so
0: there's like a different chassis-like... No, nah, they're str- all the
1: same. Oh, there's different uh, colours. Okay. So we got silver, light yeah. blue, dark blue. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got 50 carts arrive. We land 6 a.m. Friday morning. Mm. We'll be straight to workshop. Hopefully it gets there. They'll all be unloaded. Every cart's pre-sold. we got a container landing two weeks later, 50 carts, same sort of thing, all pre-sold. Do they we- go
0: nationwide? Far out. Yep, they just go out the door nationwide, and they just so sock- we
1: we, pr- we we have four containers on the water now. Yep, no three on the water, one about to leave. Yep, and they're all sold out. Like oh, I wish I could get stock, but they can't make them quick enough right wow. now. So we, we, you know, the cart on the the, the tire manufacturer changed to Leconte. Mm-hmm. Um, on the MG, the go kart was good. Leconte, it's even better. So it, it's taken a little while, but. You know, uh, everybody. You know, uh, I've got great dealers. We get good results, and it, it's like the OTK era. So when when you were racing, I was racing. You know, towards the end, it was if you weren't Cosmic. in OTK, you were screwed. <laughs> yeah. So it's sort of that's that's what sort of it, it's not it's not you're screwed, but they're easy. You yeah. know, you don't need the five different axles like other manufacturers. Oh, use, really? Yeah, we we only use two different grades. Wow. Yeah. normally it's just one and that's what standard what comes in the car does Maybe. arrow still use multiple
0: axles or not or is yeah. it, or, is it, or is it the generation now of carting like no, every like, other, every down? other
1: manufacturer still uses heaps but, but we just find that two work yeah okay. that's sort of it. it it's very easy I give you the the what 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 we're racing with mm. um you know what what we win on Sunday you call me and I'll email you the setup that's that's what it is you know it, it's is that from
0: you and Cody doing a lot of R and D though to to get pretty much manufacture that setup in a way yep. so it's easy to sell as well? Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. Wow. A, a, a successful race team and and the race team that we we do like we like we said we just come from Dubbo. Mm. I learned new different stuff again, you know, and and then we, I then pass that on to all the dealers. You know, there's videos, there, there's all that stuff to them. They've got access to it. Like it wasn't just my camp. It was. Uh, every dealer was invited. Come along. So my WA dealer come along. My Queensland dealer come along. Victorian one tried to, but he was he'd already had a holiday booked. Yeah. My South Australian dealer come along. They come along. We learn together. You know, you, you you understand the concept together because that's the biggest thing. You know, this card is so different. It's not like any other card. So hmm. you go and set it up like another card. Oh, it's got understeer. Normally take rear grip out. Ours it doesn't work that way. You add rear grip.
3: Yeah,
1: right. So you can run yourself down the. The garden path pretty quick, yeah. But once you understand that that concept, oh, okay, right. This part of the corner. So the deal is, listen. And I'm like, okay, what part of the corner's got understeer? Oh, it's initially it's understeering and assist. Oh, okay, well, well we'll do this to add grip. Bang goes out. Bang, it's fast. And like, oh wow, I wouldn't have done that. It's like, oh, how'd you know to do it? i do gonna trial and error. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that I'm smarter. It's yeah. just trial and error. Yeah. You know, and that's, you, you get your tendencies. It's no different to a race car. Yeah. You get your tendencies. I remember racing with, uh, with Taka, Nathan Degarney. Yeah, Tiggs,
0: you, yeah. Yeah, Tiggs. Yeah, he was, he was, obviously, he was a decent club carter, but you transformed him as well. But I remember I remember being cocky at Newcastle with Galva, I think, at the time. <laughs> and we were like, we, Galva was like, oh, it's all right. Let them two just practice all day. We'll be fine. But the way you coach, it shows now because you just went to double. And did the exact same thing. You send them out there, and you just make them do laps after laps after, laps after lap, and you just throw different things at the cart. And that is a way to because I don't know. I think in some you know drivers' heads or drivers' coaches' heads, they'll be like, "This is the setup, and that's the way we, that's the way you're going to drive to that cart." Yeah. With my autism, I couldn't drive to that setup. right? Yeah. So I obviously had to. I was more of a it's like a smooth steer, which is yeah. what people say in Formula Ford. Yeah. Where Tagani might have been a more aggressive steerer. But the way you just, I was just amazed that day. I was like, Galvo, why aren't we doing that? Because you, you were out there with Tagani lap after lap after lap. And then bang, two years later, he was
1: a strain champion. Yeah, my, I mean? my anxiety gets the better of me for someone else on track and I'm yeah. not. So <laughs> I have to beat him on track. Yeah. Um, yeah, 100%. Like it's just, it's trial and error. You got to find out what works mm. because there's not a certain setup. Like, I'm – you're exactly right in saying some driver coach, some engineer, some this. No, that's it. That's mm-hmm. that's the way the cart has got to be set up. Mate, if there's someone in the same brand of go-kart winning and I'm not, I'm going to go and look at that thing. And if someone gives me a tape measure, I'm going to measure everything and put it in the go-kart. Yeah. Like, I don't care if it's my idea or not. You, you, the thing that matters is going fast. Yeah, you've got to do the best you can, and if it's someone else, like you, well, well done. You're smarter than I am. Yeah, it's it's that ego thing that that sort of pisses me off, to be honest. You know, a lot yeah. of people get an ego. Oh, you know, but but uh, that it it shouldn't work.
0: Mm. It Doesn't matter. It does. See so what you saying that actually. We did that last year and when I was leaving the championship after the first round. It rained at Wakefield Park. And that was literally the last Wakefield Park race, right? Yep. And Bart and I were like, oh, it's all right. It's not going to rain for the rest of the weekend. Yep. Sure enough, Brooke turns up because yep. I've had anxiety for pissed the rest of it rain. And a pissed down rain the whole weekend. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we should have gone out there. Do you remember? It just starts <laughs> that. If you don't start off with that smooth transition into the weekend, I think you're wrong. Oh, right.
1: mate, you, you, right. you, your, your mental state unravels. Yeah. Like if you miss that session, like to bring your mental state back, yeah, is hard, yeah, and and that on top, like man, like it would have just been like oh, and for the rest of the weekend, you think oh, should've, I should have, I should have. We can't change it, but you know, I'll beat you the next time. rainy you went on track.
0: Oh, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, but bar, after that, every uh, bar that one mistake that we made together, that was Bart and I's choice. Yep. He's basically sent me out rain, hail or shine uh, just after COVID and be like, mate, you gotta get like you actually. Basically don't worry, that's same the way thing. he was coaching me. He same was like,
1: thing I've I've done the same thing. Yeah. I did it once, I'm like, doesn't nah, nah, we, we don't wanna screw the gear. We're good enough in the wet. If it does rain but it's not gonna rain. Well guess what? It rained the next day and we got our ass handed to us. Ever since then it rained, you're going on track. I yeah. thought we got new engines. Oh well, they're still making them. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's not give this opportunity up because if it does rain, we're gonna look stupid.
0: Yeah. He's, uh, John John McCorker said in my first episode in in on my podcast i spoke to him today oh he did yeah oh that's interesting yeah, i was trying to
1: buy a car off him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh hopefully or the mustang
1: yeah i was uh, finding out for a customer what he what he had
0: yeah well he said he's the, a legend he is he's a great guy he kickstarted up the podcast really yeah um but he said it costs ideally around 200k to race like for a proper team nationally is that still the case?
1: I would say so, yeah. Yeah, okay. It depends on the level. Is that carding? That's carding, yeah. Nah, nah, uh-huh. we're not that. No. Nah. Honestly, we're, we're less than that. You, you can have that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's nationally, to to win a championship with, with nothing, mm. nothing left unturned, you can do it under 100. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, it's, you. you some people may spend 200, mm. but- that's spending on uh, and that's more. That's like
0: testing and stuff like that. No, yeah, that's um,
1: testing included. Like yeah. really, that that's that's probably buying stuff you just don't need to. That that's someone being ill advised. Yeah, yeah. Oh, honestly, like it, it means you're buying stuff for the sake of buying stuff. Yeah, you 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 know. I, I always say to my customers, trust me when I say to buy something, you buy it. If I don't tell you to buy it, don't buy it, <laughs> because normally, like there's there's. It's ten Dave Serra engines still out there being sold. Yeah, right. He only had one. Yeah, <laughs> but they're still being sold for ten grand each. Yeah. You know, so he, he, it's a perfect example of that. Oh, I've got a Dave Serra engine. Oh yeah, did you unbolt it off the go kart? No. <laughs> well, unless you unbolt it off there, you don't know. You know, so it's he, it's having a good group of people around you that know that they're going to give you the right advice. You know, it's no different to a swim swimmer. Like you're a swimmer. You had to have your coach, you have your strength and conditioning coach, you had to have your nutritionist, you had to have, you know, all these things, right. And the right group around you, because one of them gives you the wrong information, yeah. you, you you know, it brings everything unstuck. Mm. So to win that, that's my belief, you, you know, it's, ex, it's more expensive than when we, we when we did it but there were guys spending more money than what, yeah. what we were to do it. Um, I remember there was guys
0: flipping chassis all the time yeah long and long that's, long. that's a
1: that's a misconception in my yeah. team like everybody says oh you're fl- flipping chassis flipping carts you know you get in that go-kart you, you'll be flipping all the time well mm. no they, we Zach heard's a perfect example yep he tested on the weekend in a chassis three seasons old. Yeah. I keep on looking at it, going, oh, man, that thing has done a million like <laughs>
0: <laughs> And it's basically hitting the ground. There. It's fast. It's, yeah, it's fast. Yeah. But he
1: won it won a championship in a in a cart, was brand new at the start of the year, did all the races, all the testing, no problem. Won the championship. Yeah, there's guys in the team that will re-shazzy during the year. Is it needed? Not necessarily. But if if you've got it, if you've got that sort of budget where you can, you know, spend yeah. that extra little bit. Is it going to give you a quarter of a tenth? Possibly. But it's not necessary to win it. it yeah. It's But if you've got the budget there to to tick and dot all the I's and cross all the T's, well, you and I'd both do it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's that way. But <laughs> in, motorsport's expensive. Yeah. It, it's just you can spend in areas you just don't need to spend in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you work your way when you were racing cars yourself to certainly budget your way through to you got to Utes right you actually yeah. didn't you reserve drive essentially for Pithra or how did that work
1: yeah um, so I was lucky so Brad picked me up and Brad Brad funded it yeah so you know like we're, we're family the way way we are is is that's that's the way we are you know Macca Brad um, Melly mm. um, Moni Matty we, we, that that's the Jones family and and I'm part of it like and. Uh, I'm very grateful and will we'll be forever in Brad's debt because he made me a better person in a lot of ways and taught me a lot of things, you mm. know, and I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now in a sense without without his input. Um, He really helped with that. So I was very lucky in the fact that that they funded it and I, I coached Macca, lived with Macca. Like I, I lived with the family for, like I said, four years. Mm. So we did form the forward um.
0: But did you come in with like a budget originally, like 70K and that we'll spend that that year? No. No,
1: okay. I was so lucky.
0: Yeah, right. You so know. Brad, because you, you were helping Macca. I was helping Macca. So yeah. it was a pro,
1: you know, it was yeah. pro rider. You yeah. know, it, it's, it's worth this much or, or whatever. But Brad Brad was great. He mm. taught me how to get sponsors. He brought me in the workings of the team. So I worked at the team. I worked on my own car. I went to all the supercar races. I looked after Macca. So did make, you
0: test the supercar in the end or
1: not? Yeah, yeah, I tested you, the supercar a few times. Okay. Um the idea was always I was gonna go supercar. So mm. we did the formula forward and then we were trying to go to super 2 and, and it just sort of it just didn't line up, you know. Mm. Like there was the funding was falling out, like that there there was no funding. Um we said we I think the, the wording was we could do three rounds or something, and it was just like uh and then um I'd sort of given up on it, to be perfectly honest. And I I remember sitting down with Brad and I said, okay, so when am I going to be a supercar driver? Like I had a contract, everything that I was, I was their driver. I said, so when am I going to actually make money? Yeah. Like I I have all my living expenses, but but, you know, I'm 21 or something. When am I actually going to be able to race supercars for sure and make money? That's like how long's a piece of string. <laughs> so I sort of I got to the point where I was I was frustrated with the world. Yeah, um, I was frustrated with not being able to progress. I, I felt like I was fast enough in Formula Ford. Like we won races, we podiumed a lot. I crashed into a lot of people. I didn't have great anger management. Yeah, um, and that that was a, a weakness of mine. Um, but I felt we were good enough to go. Now in retrospect, no, I wasn't. Um, but in the time I felt I was, so then essentially we sort of, I I actually, I said, uh, Mac was going to form the Ford. I said, okay, I'm going to start, you know, doing some coaching. Um, I moved back home and then all of a sudden the Pitha thing come up and they said, be at Eastern Creek on the 23rd of December for a ride day, Did a ride day. And then, yeah, so Pitha won the championship and then he was only doing one round of thing. And Brad organised it, but didn't really tell me. I'm I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, and then I did two rounds in that. Um, great experience. Chris is just a legend. Like yeah. really good guy. Darren Park ran it and was just. It was a professionally run. Like Darren world. Park, the ex GT driver. No, in, no, no, no he's um, he was involved. He, he's got a a business. Uh, I forget what, anyway. He, he's just a good dude. Um, loves loves motorsport. Is always back pitha. Um, they had the ice break car, so I, I did that. Um, man, it, it was a really good car. It was, it was a good team. Uh, crashed at Bathurst in qualifying. That wasn't so. What do you
0: What do you think of the current Utes these days? Because everyone's against them because they're not like the old ones. What's your take on that? Like, I don't
1: like watching them. You
0: do like, no. You're just not interested in them. Is they a,
1: sound like crap. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you think that that's the other question? Like some people believe it's a path to supercars. Do you believe super utes is a path to supercars? No. Yep. Mm.
0: Is that here we go? That answers that question. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But
2: so why do you think that then? Just to get your opinion on it.
1: They're not fast enough. They they move around too much. They're they're they away from the platform of a supercar. I'm not to, I, I'm not to say that they're they That's just my opinion. They're, yeah. they're very different to it to a supercar. You know, like um, your CFG is very high. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know enough about them to be perfectly mm. honest, but I don't think their braking package is that great. Um, it's not a slick tire. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know the the, the list sort of goes on. Um, it's it's under the right card. It's on supercar. Yeah. Uh, on the supercar support category, but that that also entails that. In your it's opinion, friggin' though, expensive.
0: Do you think because you're doing the Trans thing, should they flip? The the Utes out for the Trans Am and have th- that Super Three, Super Two, no, super it'd be cup? too
1: expensive too, for Trans okay. then. Yeah, <laughs> As soon as you're on the as soon as you're a support package, yeah, you, you, yeah and your entry fees go through the roof. Yeah, you know uh, the reason Trans Am's so good is, is bang for buck. Yeah, you know the cars are relatively cheap. They're not cheap, but they're relatively cheap. Um, hey, they can get better. Like the the brake package on it's rubbish. Mm. Um, but everybody's got the same. You know, there's a lot of good things about that. You know, you go on stuff an engine it's a handback program um now it's got a controlled shock uh you can have a car that's from 2018 a car that's from 2021 or, or i think we've got a 16 to 21 yeah the 16 right now is faster i'm not saying 21's no no worse they got different setups but they, they're the same um, engines are all the same, you know. Like there's a really good and bang for buck. It kind of
0: reminds me of the early 90s supercars, though, the way that they, you know what I mean? Like they move around. Yeah. Um,
1: they they they're good things, you know. I feel like oh, I want to race one. That's why I love That's why oh, I like it. I'll give about. you a test. Awesome.
2: <laughs> he, 100%. Dan, Dan is like <laughs> no, he won't oh, give a, a lung or something to drive <laughs> nah, one yeah, of these. No, nah, <laughs> <laughs> when we got a
1: test the winds and you're coming. Oh sweet. Um, there you go. There's <laughs> Dan. They're, they're cool things. Like yeah. they uh, we got to we got to fix a few things. They look gnarly under brakes. They move around like nothing else. So yeah. there was something going on, but that be bump steer or something. But um, yeah. they're 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 good cars. They're yeah. they're good solid cars, and I just feel they're a, they're an even platform. And so many one-make series are riddled with riddled with red tape, red tape. Yeah. Okay. A lot of gray areas. Yeah, and a lot of gray areas people go into. Yeah, okay. So, you know, like it's it, – Is this you like 86s
0: know. and stuff like that in Aussie race cars? Yeah, or the whole was- lot.
1: Yeah. Like if you're controlled that way, and it's very controlled, but um, – Because you would have – back then, you would have gone – when you
0: were racing yourself through those ranks, you would have seen all that stuff, you yeah. know what I mean? And then obviously applied it to your drivers now, who where you're putting them 100%. into.
1: 100%. And that's, that's why we avoid a few of them because – you know, I look at bang for buck, how many laps you, you got, you got $3, how far can you go? How much experience? You look at the gears, you look at Waters, you look at all those guys, they're in something all the time. Mm. You've got to be in something. You've got to have experience. The gears, car control is just unbelievable. Waters, you know, Chaz car control experiences everything. No one has, other than Feeney or Lowndes, I, I think back probably to Lowndes, has one in their first year. Yeah. You know, probably not many people had Brock's, <laughs> Brock's yeah. opportunity jumping in a, in a car that won yeah. championships, you know, but hats off to him. He still won. Yeah. He did it and he had that. But Brock does a lot of days at Norwell, does a lot of driving mm. and it's essential. So I look at where I'm going to place somebody, how many laps can I do? You know, is it an even playing field? mm a- am I going to get bang for my buck? Am I going to be able to, you know, put tyres on the car? There's no use being able to race a series and not do it properly. If mm. you're going to do it, you need to be able to do it properly because otherwise, you know, John's a perfect example. McCorkendale, the poor bastard, he raced a series, but he doesn't have the luxury of being able to go, okay, really had four sets of tyres this weekend. Can't afford that. I'm going to go two. Yeah. You're always playing catch-up. Yeah. The guy's good enough, but you're playing catch up. Mm. you know, and if you're if you can't afford to do it, and this sounds crazy and probably horrible, but if you can't afford to do it at that top level, well, and and being able to be competitive, you're selling yourself short. So I find that so hard. So I feel that the the budgets that that my guys have got, they're, they're the right budget for this class. Yeah. And for their first introductory, like I, I now make them do Formula Ford. So mm. they do a year of Formula Ford, state Formula Ford in WA.
0: Yeah. Really cost,
1: cost effective. Brooke was
0: actually asking about that. She was like, all Tommy's guys go to supercars, but they seem to do Formula Ford as well. And
2: yeah, what we, we were saying sure. Yeah, because what is. You know, like well, Dan and I were talking about the path used to be carts Formula Four because Formula Ford was on the supercars bill, so you always saw them there, and that's where a lot of the X, well, we know, or not X, even the current V eight supercar drivers have come mm-hmm. through. Um, what sort of categories do you look at with your drivers as you're explaining? And the other question I had was, you said there's ones you miss. Obviously, one of them being super utes. Is there any other categories that you miss between um, all of these?
1: So I stuffed up. In the early days with, with the first sort of guys with Fife, um and Morse. Yeah and I sort of went, uh Morsey went the eighty six route. Yeah. He spent a lot of money over two years. Yeah. Um, in my opinion. Um, yeah. and that's just because he got he didn't get the right car. So there's still that element. Um, you gotta have the right car. Is this Formula
0: Ford or two eighty six? Eighty six. Yeah. Okay. I don't know
1: if that's changed, yeah. but yeah. that's the way it was. Um and with Fifey, I sent him straight to Super 3 mm. and he did well straight away. But when the going got tough and there were things that were hard, we sort of – we missed those essential steps, you know. Um, and and I feel like that was that's on me. That was my mistake in saying, hey, let's do this. And we probably weren't quite ready. So now I get him to do a year at KZ – Top line karting. Yep. Um. There's there's no harder thing. Like you will not drive anything harder after you drive KZ. Yeah. Like even Fernando. Like where it, when I speak speak to Alonso, he says mm. the hardest thing is mm. a KZ, harder yep. than F one, which car. is a gearbox kart. Yeah. 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 So is, yeah. I make him do that. I make him do a year of senior competition. Yeah. Because in juniors. I feel like you—they're good drivers. Yeah, they're probably some of the fast, but you get away with a lot. You get to seniors, and you get some of the old heads, and they—they they teach a few lessons. So, they—they mm. they make you uh, combat hardened. So, I, I, this is the way I do it, and then I put you in a formal Ford. Mm. The, the we don't really have anything else. There's no F4. The the F4 we do have is is in my opinion, uh, overgripped and underpowered. Yep. Um, where with a former Ford. You know, yeah, I know everything's going paddle shift and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. You know, auto blip this, that you get into from the forward, you got none of that crap. Yeah, you have to learn to go across the gate, you have to force speed, you know, you have to learn to blip the throttle, you know, heel and toe, you right foot brake most people, you know, those sorts of things are so important. Mm. And you may never ever use it. Yeah. But what happens when your auto-blip doesn't work? Yeah, what happens when you're in the middle of Le Mans? Yeah. And all of a sudden you've got this problem yeah. and you've got to blip the throttle. You've got a heel and toe. It, it, it's, it's, it's still there. If you've done that, nothing's going to be harder. Mm. You know, you need to have car control. I, I'm sorry to drive from the forward. That's, that's the easiest way to learn car control. You've got to float thing. You've won. Yeah. yeah. You got to get in. You got to be aggressive, but smooth. You got to be able to carry speed. You got to, Your braking techniques needs to be spot on. If it's not spot on, you waste time. That's why we go to Will- uh, um, Brett. over to Barbagello. Brett, yeah. mate, it's the biggest stop in the country, uniform the Ford. You go down that hill, you're doing 200 clicks and you're stopping the thing. You learn brake technique and that's all I bang on about. The kids that hate me for it.
2: I think it's so important because I, I, we've talked about it as well and it happens in a lot of like going back to what we we're saying with the technology and social media. In a way, it's like comparing your, your analogue to your digital and – What we're seeing now is a lot – I saw this, I said to Dan in animation and we were saying when we were in production hiring, people are skipping that step of learning to life draw and then just going straight into digital and expecting it to do it for them. But if you don't understand like all the mechanics of the body and everything, you can't do it. And it's the same in Formula Ford. If you're not understanding, like you said, that feel and that way that you just don't get in other cars with paddle shift. 100%. It's a a thing that, yeah, it's very important. The
1: fundamentals, like a house, Mm. it's a foundation. Yeah. Your foundation's no good. The thing falls over at some point. It's no different to a race car driver. Yeah. You miss one of those steps and I, I, I was one of them. I thought, yeah, you don't need to do it. No, no, you do. Yeah. You need to do it. You need experience. You need experience, you know, starts. Yeah. Falling forward's not easy to get off the line, you know, but it's, it's cost effective. You can tear a corner off in a Formula Ford. Oh, I'll let the and that's a, that's okay. It <laughs> yeah. doesn't cost as you go yeah. and tear a, 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 a supercar corner off. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah. You know, and that's that's part of the thing in Trans Am, yeah. mate. we were at Winston testing. Ellie went. It started raining. Turn four. It is now. Mm. It started raining. They use the outside curb because you got to enter on the outside curb, mm. just the tiniest little bit on the painted line. Bang, turn around into the fence. Yeah. Day over, yeah. You crush right. the back of the car. Okay, twenty-something grand damage, whatever it is. Trans Am, Cody, same day, same exact thing. Boom, drove back the pits, put a bit of tape on, drove the rest of the day. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's. It scales of economy. So I look at it and go, yeah, okay, well, you know what? Let's say that I replace the rebar, cost me 200 bucks versus this. They get a year's year. – like they will still need to go that. But you go to Super 2, you're talking half a million dollars. That's just straightforward. Hmm. Super 3, same sort of thing. You might, you might drop 100 grand off it. Yeah. But in the end, you know – now the Super Two cars look like they'll probably be quicker than the Gen Three cars. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the 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 gap is going to be is interesting. But I'm not saying you can skip that step. But if you want a career in in V8 supercars, mm. I believe that I'm going to go form the Ford, teach you the fundamentals, then up the Trans Am because then you get a big car, moves around, etc. Does all that stuff. Same sort of thing you don't have the breaking power you've got to you've really got to sort all that stuff out and get your fundamentals get your techniques correct and at a national level but not with the spotlight the year after if you're going to go there instead of spending 4 to 5 years in Super 2 you spend 2 if you're really good you'll spend 1 mm. you you know it, it's shortening that step because it, that phase because it it's, it's so expensive It is so, so expensive to get there. And, you know, we've all, we've all dream of it. But how many people run out of money trying to get that opportunity? Like there's, there's, there's.
0: What what do you think of Andre Morse, your customer doing, doing the thing now that he's with Zane running, the privateer ranks look kind of like what John was doing in Super 2. He's 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 like a unique breed. He's kind of uh, like a challenge. Yeah. Andre's
1: know? a very unique breed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Andre's a legend and Zane is as well. Like yeah. he, I still give Zane some tips all the time. And and hey, Zane's Zane's ultra talented, But, yeah. man. Like he's done it the hard way. Mm. And now he's gonna get a good car. Yep. You know, and Do you I reckon he'll shine
0: this year now because he's in the Mustang. Yeah, that kid's good.
1: Yeah, he's good. As long as they get the cars, you know, in the in the operating area and knowing the guys behind the scenes, they should. He'll shine. You know, you look at him. It rained at Bathurst there for a little bit. He was he was fast. He was mm. fast over the top. Like that's that's what saved Chaz Mossett's career. Yeah. People forget that he was driving. I think it was a Miles Racing. The thing was fluoro yellow. And he'd done half a season. He'd won the Formula Ford, yeah? Yeah. No doubt the kid was good, but didn't have the backing. Yeah. It rained at Bathurst and he went out there and it properly rained and he put two seconds on the field. I think it may have even been more. But oh, who put, was
0: running that team? I
1: forgot there was was for, yeah, It was Miles Racing, it was called. But he he put two seconds on everybody mm. in the first session. Yeah. Tim Edwards went and saw him after it and in the second session did even more, mm. he was signed. Yeah. That there, and and, and I remember talking to, I'm, I'm pretty sure I spoke to Eddie or someone close to the situation. That was his last round. He, he was out of budget. That was done. Without that, that was there it. would be, Chaz Mostert would not be racing. Yeah. You know, so it's about being in the right place, right time, performing. Kid's exceptional, mm. you know, top driver. It, it, it's the same with, Nick Perkatt, you know, Nick Perkatt. Yeah, they had the budget to get to the Aussie race car, but he he's shone in that that race and, you know, Walkinshaw seen him at the right place. And it, it's just. Did he do Aussies before Formula 4? No, nah, he did Formula Ford. Then he did Aussies. Then he went and then he got the sponsorship. Then they put him back yeah, in Formula Ford. Yeah. So, oh,
0: that's how it worked for him. Yeah. yeah so then he, then he dominated of, in Formula 4. Yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: he, he did it with Spectrum. I don't know if he did it by himself or not. Yeah. But. He sort of did it and was, was, uh, it wasn't slow, but it's always harder to being a privateer. Then went to the Aussie race car and I don't know what race it was, but he did a stand up job. Yeah. Then Walkinshaw got behind him, backed him, put him in with, um, Ritter, another guru. Yeah. Just Yeah. yeah.
0: He's old school too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Another (laughs) old school dude. So, you know, I really resonate with them. The um, school of hard knocks, you know, they don't, they don't stuff around. If you're doing a shit job, you're doing a shit job. Um, so yeah and and again look at look at Nick now you know Nick's Nick's made it mm. he's done the job um you know and we all look at supercars and we all want to be there or I always say to my drivers what do you want to be yeah. well who wants to race cars and get paid for it yeah me okay that's the first step not just a V8 supercar because 26 there's 26 spots that's it you you count the amount of license holders in the country you 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 do the sums you do the percentage <laughs> you know it's very low percent that you're going to get that do you, opportunity do you reckon they should
0: open the charters up to two more spots though or not because there's there is a few guys wanting to come in oh i'd love them to but you know the because <laughs> you've got insight into that because you were hanging in the pits a few Yeah, and
1: i'm still in the pits like yeah. I, I think it'd be that would be brilliant but it will I, I don't believe it'll ever happen because you know that that then, um, you know, there, there's so many different reasons why, but because monetary and everything, t- yeah. they the money the money is is filtered down. They've all spent. Remember when they paid for their wrecks and and they paid millions, and some wrecks got taken off people. Uh, they had to hand them back in. Uh, I understand both sides of it. Do I believe that there's room? for bigger, a bigger grid, 100%, especially with, you know, the backing that's there. Um, these guys, but I also, on the flip side, understand why they don't want it there, you know. They're, they're the ones that have had to tough it through the tough times because it's expensive. Hmm. I, I've heard,
0: though, that the supercars are trying to expand their wildcard program to make the grid bigger. Do you know what I mean? Because there's yep. so many guys obviously without a seat in sitting in Super 2 like Zach Best and a few others. And obviously I think Declan Fraser is basically going to be announced for the Tickford Drive. Yep. Do you know what I mean? But like a lot of those guys are obviously going to get seats in because now they're – do you know what I mean? Like they're trying to just expand on that one bit so some of the co-drivers get laps.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think I think they're looking at ways and means. Um, I think because also there's
0: less rounds though this year as well. There's less
1: rounds, but I believe when I see it, like that mm-hmm. means that there's got to be more Gen Three cars. Like it's gonna, it's yeah. it, it's gonna be a mean feat if these cars turn up the first test.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, because you'd have insight that because of Macca and the Jones. It's, it's,
1: <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be impressive. You know, like it, it's it's been a slow, long, slow process. Yeah. Um, frustrating for the teams all the teams mm. um do the demos cars get used for the season or are they just no nah, no and they they still haven't signed off on it they're still there's still wow. there's still a bit of um uh the, the manufacturer being the manufacturers they they both think they're getting a raw deal so they're going to yeah. fight for it so it, it's it's not all set in stone like they're still they're still fabricating parts mm. uh, you know pipes turned up the other day Maca said oh the pipes turned up you know so that's one set of pipes. Not for one.
0: For one car, basically. That's it. Yeah. One side of pop. Jesus Christ.
1: So it's, you know, you've got all these guys and they're, yeah. they're not working long hours because they don't have enough gear. So they've, they've got all the gear and they can port the panels on the car right now. They could probably have nearly a complete car, but they've got one engine. Mm. So Beautiful. you reckon some
0: of these teams will turn up to testing with one car basically and just do co-driving in a way? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And 100%. then build the second car while they're still at testing. That's, yep. Wow. Yep. That's how behind they are. Just, I think also that's due to the the COVID situation and the manufacturing. Because Brooks' dad works works in trades, and a lot of that stuff's just not coming through. there's oh, there's no, there's no there's materials, raw yeah. materials.
1: It's all
2: got timber is one of the big ones. That's why so many of the construction companies are just buckling down, and that it's yeah. just things are disappearing at the yeah. moment.
1: Yeah, like I, it's it was a big problem for me to get containers there for a bit. Like getting containers. Oh yeah, in, that's right. Yeah, like yeah. The ports were full. I remember having an argument with one of the – with the um, shipping company and they they were blaming COVID and I said, well, it hasn't slowed the ships down. Yeah. So explain to me why it's doubled in the length because – it takes 32 days to drive a ship across and I'm paying extra to be direct. Yeah. I'd like to know why, what, does COVID slow the water down?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, they were saying all those ships were still, I remember they were all showing them they were just thousands of ships just stuck out at sea, couldn't even get in.
1: Yeah, for different just reasons. Ports, yeah, like, And yeah. that's what they probably should have said, it's just ports. Yeah. You know, but in the end, it's, it's a headache. It, mm. You know, it's still, yeah, we're still paying for COVID, but I don't think... In this instance, it's all that I think that it was all very last minute. Um, they've been changed designs, not everything's signed off. Like you see all the Mustangs they don't have yeah. they they're all just filtering down. And I'm not saying that the suppliers are working their asses off, but they've got 26 parts to make. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a lot and in a short amount of time. So Hey, I hope everybody's there, but I, I don't believe they will be. Yeah.
0: Back to the, your racing days. Did you think for Cam's Rising Star was a good idea and it could be implemented in these days or not really?
1: Yeah, 100%. So, the last year when I went to Minda mm. um, after Spectrum, after being with Borland, it was mm. great. Um, we, we sort of, I was that was the option. So, um, it was Cam's Rising Star, me, LeBrock, Trent Harrison. Me yep. and Trent are still great buddies. Um, Glenn Wood, you know, Glenn was was one of the engineers and, and us three get along like a house on fire. We are still good buddies. At, at the time I didn't really like Trent. Um I didn't really like anybody, but now yeah, it's, it's quite funny. Um, yeah, yeah, I was a wanker. Um but yeah, like we we get along. So it was great. It was a really cool initiative. Um the year after I I I did the essentially it was a done deal. Um I did the whatever it was, evaluation day, um, but, yeah, Brad and I chose not to do another year of former forward.
3: Do
1: mm. um, so I look back at it, you know, probably could have, should have, would have, um, but, you know, that was sort of when I was at the stage I didn't want to. But, but now I reckon it'd be awesome. Like you, you, Jeff was well involved in yeah. the whole thing. Like it, it's it, – there it was Tom Warwick, there were, there were others, and it was a great initiative Um I would love to think that it's not just, just sending kids to Europe. Uh, I would like, there's so many different pathways. Like we talk about motorsport in Australia and, and you know, uh, I've got kids that want to go to America and, and with Will Power, like Will and I talk probably every two weeks. Yeah. Um, and we, we've got plans, you know, to to get kids to America and do it right. You know, there's so many different pathways over there. And it's confusing. If you actually sit down and look at the amount of pathways, yeah. F4, this, that, it's like, where do I go? NASCAR has drive to
0: diversity, which Brooks and i um, the Bubba Wallace thing. Yep. But, you know, in his class, Bubba's class, there was six drivers and they all made it through to Cup in the end. Do you yep. know what I mean? Like all, all different ways, but they still made it through. But that's the thing what Jeff – when he was doing Rising Star, he was getting enjoyment out of it because he was seeing kids with talent get through the ranks. Do you know what I mean? Like yourself. Well, They've got an opportunity that they
1: would never actually ever got.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing What's missing now because you as a top karting coach. Yeah. You're going to send them. That's that's what I mean. You're sending them to WA, which is great because Brett's getting business. But do you know what I mean? But I've got
1: kids there. Like Ded said, I've got kids that are Australian champions and are absolutely amazing. Mm. Brad does an amazing thing and puts on at the end of every year a supercar ride, uh, uh, I can take five kids, six kids, seven kids, drive a supercar, do 20 laps each. I take kids that just deserve it. Mm. will never, ever have the opportunity to go further. Yeah. Because there are some kids in my team that are the most loyal, hardworking people and they deserve the opportunity. But I for well know that, they're not going further because they don't have the funding. Mm. You know, I've got kids that I, I help in our team because they're good drivers and they deserve the opportunity. Mm. You know, that's, I want to win. Mm. I'm a race team, but more than anything, I want to win. Yeah, I want to work with good people, It's a family to me and I want to win with them. So, Mm. you know, it's not all about my, anybody close to you can tell you money, money. I do not care about it. Yeah. Like people ask me, well, why would you do that? You're going to lose money. I don't care. I worry about it later. You know, it's about working with top quality operators that just share the same general interest, you know? Mm want to get away, enjoy their racing, do their absolute best, and, you know, we have a good time doing it. So I'd love for them to be able to have that because that's set said, like they're, oh, I can tell you, I, I could tell you 20 kids mm. that deserve, and not just in my team, that deserve an opportunity. You know, um, Dave Serra was one of them mm. and, and and won everything there was in carts, everything there was. He's a coach now. Yeah, you know, you, Hey, so. he he's kicking goals, doing a bloody good job. Mm. That cart class thing's pretty cool. On That's that, sick. He's, he's actually, he does it. He's, 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 he's a, a really bit of a good. wizard
0: too with social media. I'll yeah, hundred percent. And he's yeah.
1: done a great job. You know, he's, he's gone in an area, niche market and doing a great thing, you know, and, and something I could never do. Um, but he's, he's doing a good thing, but, it's in like in your opinion, though, him being an
0: 18 time Australian champion, why don't you reckon he made it past Formula 4? Was that just due to budget shortfall or just
1: he just yeah, couldn't he didn't get-, get enough? He was naturally good enough. He just yeah. didn't budget shortfall, mate. He didn't get, he, yeah, he got an opportunity, but he he didn't test. Yeah. What, he had two test days? Yeah. You learn how to change gear. Yeah. And the two test days is enough and that's just budget. Yeah. You give him a proper crack, he would have made it. Yeah. You know, you, you even the, the Kelly reality TV show, mm. that was a cool thing. Yeah, you know, we don't see any of those opportunities. No, um, well, something like that should come back. By the way, just because oh, how it's, good, there's, good there's, would it be?
0: There's not enough motorsport content. That's why we're Brooke and I are getting a lot of. Oh, this cable- is awesome. Yeah, we're getting a lot of downloads and stuff now because there's just a missing market for.
2: That's always saying because a lot of it that's out there is just if it's it's run by which is great as well because you, mm. you want more content for everyone from listener in it, like they run a lot of it but it's at a certain style and that that's there like Toby Bill Bowen's doing such a great job yeah. in Speedway yep. like he's created content that's you know different to ours because ours is long form storytelling yep. he's on the ground but he's also just like I said to Danny teaches everyone in a way Speedway that's totally digestible and entertaining yeah. and he's formed a platform that's... It's great too. But it was never
1: there before. No, exactly. And Toby's yeah. a great kid. Another one that grew up with us. He was yeah. a little bit younger, but he raced against Maca. Yeah. yeah, just a sick dude. Like yeah. he, he and he's done a great job. And I love like when I see stuff, I always look at it. Yeah, you know. And from the shit card he drew. Yeah, He's formed a way to still be involved in the sport and love it and teach others of, of you know, a sport that doesn't get enough media mm. coverage. Yeah. yeah. Like Sprint Cars does not get enough. Oh, I yeah. reckon
0: they've done it again well in WA with that. I think he even mentioned it on his own post yeah. where Sprint Cars in WA is getting their own televised deal in channels with Channel 7, I think. Yeah, yeah with
2: Channel Matt,
1: 7. They're all yeah. Chad Nail and all yeah, that were doing. Chad's yeah. well involved. Yeah, yeah. Same <laughs> WA, boy. I, yeah. I reckon
2: they've
0: got to bring that back because Sprint Cars is awesome to watch in the summer and cricket gets... It's all the coverage, right? Not everyone wants to watch cricket, no yeah. offence. But for the motorsport fan, they should literally, buy the live stream, have like a weekly
1: oh, mate, slot for it's, sprint cars. It's a no-brainer, you know? Like we're, now we've got a facility. I, I actually, I can mm-hmm. confess I haven't been there, but now in Sydney we've apparently got a world-class facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have seen no racing from there. Like no yeah. nothing online, nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's
2: incredible. When we're there, Dan, and I'm looking around, I'm like, there's nothing here except when Toby gets there. That's it. That's all you've got, his coverage. There's oh, yeah. nothing.
1: I, I would have gone to a race, but in the end, uh, three kids, I'm never home. I mm-hmm. probably average through the year two nights a week at home. So I, uh, this yeah. period of year I try to spend there, and it's hard when I, well, I take Ollie, but I want to take Cooper, mm-hmm. who's four, but Cooper hates motorsport. Yeah, right, so, so one of them hates when it's four. He hates it, I don't know. Yeah, he told me the other day when he's five, he's going to drive a go-kart. Oh, man. I'm know. I laugh. Yeah, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. And Ollie, Ollie was in Dubbo, just laps, laps, man. He did How's How old's how Ollie? He's seven. He's a yeah. nutcase. He just oh, lives, eats and breathes it, and the baby's the same. The baby's going to be the worst out of lots, so Hunter, <laughs> he's one.
3: You just see the was, eyes. Just oh,
1: to- He just, he like today, he used Spider-Man as a car because he threw the other cars away. It was brilliant. He's using Spider-Man. Yeah. So I felt, yeah, how cool is that? Um, But, yeah, like he, he he comes down in the shed because we've got a big factory in the backyard and he'll be in the go-kart just going, Wah! so, he, yeah, he's – but hopefully he'll um, – he's going to be too heavy, so we, we won't have to deal with him hopefully.
0: Yeah. Yeah, right. So you, the kid – do you reckon Ollie's going to be the first one through to – being your t- is
1: is he just are you are you taking it very serious with him though or are you no, kind no. or are you kind of just taking it with him and just like he comes a- racing so he'll race AKC this year so yeah. Australian Car Championship for the fact that it's not he has to come whenever I'm there you yeah. know so but well, I do, I mate I just want him to have fun so I don't want any input like yeah. I'll tell him stuff and he just looks at me and goes yeah he rolls his eyes at me mm-hmm. and that's fine you yeah. know I, I want him to enjoy it like. Does Cody mechanic for him when he's at the track? No, no, yeah. we get uh, Ellie or Elliot deal with him. Yeah, and I mean deal with him. They have to deal with him. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's uh, he's like his dad, so he's got ADHD. He's a nutcase. Yeah, <laughs> um, and yeah, he, he's he's a crack up. Um, so yeah, so he's he started racing in the middle last year. Yeah, um, he yeah man, he 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 makes me laugh. I, I probably watch. So over the week, I watched. Three sessions of yeah. his over the, over the last uh, last week. So he was he was on track four days, and out of all of it, I watched three sessions. Mm. And normally I walk off shake my head, like it's just like there's an apex there, but you're nowhere near it. But yeah. I just want him to have fun. Yeah. I just honestly want him to enjoy it. And if he gets to twelve years old, and he's really wants to be good. Mm. well then I'll start to put a bit of effort in but until now like he he doesn't know w- wasn't what he Cody wants. a bit of
0: a late bloomer too though when he was younger or was he on? Uh, he was
1: racing like- I just don't think we sort of saw it so much he he raced from seven I think he was quite good i i got involved with him when i got when I got involved with zoe so yeah. um he went to the front pretty quick uh does bless him he he's old man he's um He's not overly gifting cart set up, yeah. um, <laughs> so yeah. Once once I started helping, Cody was good straight away. Yeah, he, he once we taught him to stop blowing the front tire off it, like he's got something. I haven't seen much of, like, there's him, Fife, he, you know, Zane, Morse, they all grow up I'm keen together. to
0: go against him at Bathurst in my historic, by the way. Yeah. I'm keen to give
1: him a run for it. Is your historic <laughs> fast enough, though? Oh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've
1: we'll been see. on the Lupo saying we don't have enough horsepower for the last month. <laughs> that
0: and I hope we both don't tear corners off the car. There's a high chance <laughs> yeah. that we will. Um,
1: yeah, he's able to find when the pressures and the chips are down, mm a big race, like world championship, he's able to find something. Yeah. It's actually frustrating mm. because you go test and you just don't see it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, bang. And it's like, well, why can't you bring that all the time? But I guess the gears, there's people like that. Like you see from the gears, he's he's learned over the years to be able to bring it all the time. Um, uh, and so, yeah, like he, he 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 was a later bloomer. I don't know if all these um, – I don't know how far we go. You might fall out of love with the sport. I don't know. But in the end, it's all dictated on. I just want him to do it if he wants to. I don't like the aspect that he'll always be expected to be good. Mm. I, I struggle with that. Yeah. Um. Because I just want him to be another kid, mm. you know. You just uh, want to have fun though. I just want him to have fun. Yeah. Because he eats the best sport. Like all my friends come from karting. Mm. Um, I don't have a school friend. I, I have my. my oh, I don't have many friends, to be honest. Yeah. Um. I've basically, group. You,
0: I'm, I'm similar to you. Our karting group is basically who I know now. Yeah. All these years later.
1: Yeah, I've got a small close group, uh group, and um, you know, like it. But man, they're, they're, they're lifelong friends, mm. and you've you've been through it. So I just want him to be able to have that. Like it's the best upbringing coming through karts, We go to the track, mm. dead set. I don't see him from once we start the day till we go to sleep. Like, we camp at the track a lot. Yep. And I'll yell out at 9 o'clock, where are you, mate? Find him running back. And it's like, it's such a good community because Hmm. he'll either come in the morning, pull 50 bucks out of my wallet, and then pull another 50 bucks out of my wallet and shout everybody and, (laughs) and, and everything, or... (laughs) <laughs> uh, the other uh, other parents, other people feed them. You yeah. know, they look after them. It's such a good community. tight-knit community like that. Keeps you on the straight and narrow, you know. Teach your life, life skills, really good life do, skills.
0: Do you think the doing era was good for karting or did you like it when we were doing I'm also talking about the championship-wise way. You know how we had the state championship, everyone would turn up, that would be the race, and the Australian championship, Easter... Everyone would turn up. It's very or...
1: different. They're, they're just so different concepts. They're, they're mm. just very different now. Like the, the sport through the doing area. Um, did Do they get oversubscription? Yeah, we get oversubscribed now. Yeah. Um, big fields. Um, but it, it's it's just so different. It's so much more professionalism. Um, when we did it, it was, you know, I, I started the team back then and, and there, there's things that I feel have gone backwards and things that have definitely gone forward, you know, like um, the one thing I really struggle with mm. is the, the, the restrictions that are now put in. And, and I know they think it, it, it's for monetary reasons and to give everybody the same equal opportunity, but mm. I, I think it's crap. Um, I, I, you know, Roger Federer, um, Nadal, everybody else, they got better through practice. Yeah. And they didn't say, oh no, you can't you can't train on clay for a month because you've got a clay tournament coming up. Yeah. Oh, so they're restricting. Well, testing. you're only allowed to test on your, your certain tracks. You know, so we're New South Wales based. Yeah. And um, so we, we, we can test on Newcastle for that round. You can't go to Todd Road. So if you're seven, yeah, you first time you race, unless you go to a club day. And and this is the problem. You go to a club day and you do, uh, what is it, three eight lap heats mm. and a final of of twelve. You know that's not many laps, but you spend all the money to drive there, stay there because you don't just drive in one day to do forty laps. Yeah. It, 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 so you've
0: got to test in your own state, really. To
1: yeah. That's, r- that's ridiculous. I was that's about to say, how's that though? fair?
2: I was going to say, when New South Wales is the state with like putting the go-karts tracks as aside, kid, our actual a, tracks, we've got one. Too. Like yeah. we've got Eastern Creek.
1: Yeah. So the, are they car, even, yeah. I was
2: going to say, that, do they even take that into consideration when you've no, got other states that I, have got more?
1: I, I understand a bit of it in, in, yeah, yeah, 100%. But like some, so Victoria had two rounds. Yeah. So that means they had two tracks. Mm. Uh-huh. Now it it is what it is. I get it, and they're the rules that they've they've given us. But you know, it's you go there, and if you're able to then test at the tracks, and and hey, put your weeks out, put it a month out, put it whatever, you know. But if you can actually practice and. That's how you get better. That's training. You know, yeah. Roger Federer trains to get better. Like this is the this is the the, the nurture of motorsport. And yeah, unfortunately, some people can't afford that. Yeah. But that's that's the facts. And I get that. Okay. But the the cream always rises to the top. It hasn't changed. Mm. The same teams, the same people are at the top. But it's also made the sport more expensive because people now spend the money to go to the shakedown meetings and do the 50 laps. Yeah. Over two days, but instead before they'd go there and they do two hundred laps a day, bang for buck, you'd learn a lot more, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And now, I, I just go on the data that I've had from previous years. That's that's not helpful for for a guy that can't get that data. Yeah, you know. So that's that's probably something I feel is a, is a little bit backwards. Um. But they they were, they are very very different um, errors. You know, before we go into a, a state title, it was it was massive. You, you yeah. know, you won you were race nationals. I get why they went away from it. Uh, I I believe that AKC is a very good concept mm. in terms of, but it, it's very it's become commercialized in terms of. You know, it's more professional. It's um. It's, it's it's followed by by everybody. That's what that, you race. It's
0: pretty much the Australian Championships and Cik Stars of Carding that merged together. Is that How basically it. it worked, yep. yeah. Because I left, I left at exactly that yep. point. Yep. Yeah. So
1: they took over the Cik Stars of champion, uh, Carding. Star- yep. And um, took out, you know. K-5. In the meantime in the meantime, it sort of took out the state titles, it took all that stuff out. So now they're reintroducing the one off state titles. Oh, they are? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, okay. so like we go to round one of the championships at the end of February at Monato. We drive from Monato straight back to Albury for the Victorian State Championships a very, very week after. So yeah. the weekend after. So that's a one off. You know, you've got your New South Wales state championship, you've got your Vic, uh, Queensland state championship. So they've still got them, but everybody sort of, most people at the higher level focus on the AKC. Yeah. We're, you know, we grassroots is, is still suffering, but I, I feel that grassroots will because you go and do your four or five, six, seven club days or a year of club day racing and you're looking for your next step. In New South Wales, we don't have it. Um, we, we've got issues in New South Wales, but hopefully they'll, they'll be sorted. Victoria, you've got your country series and your golden power series. So a lot of them are able to go and do those series. And that's sort of an in-between, an in, a, you know, immediate, uh, intermediate series. And then you go from that, from a year and being at the front. Are, to are they reviving AKC. Premier State
0: Cup here? Or is that, uh, did, oh, that didn't take off?
1: No, carding nah, New South Wales and carding. Australia, Australia, New South yeah. Wales. I've heard about their divorce court. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Let's just not, yeah. not go there. But it, it, it's just, it's hard work. Yeah,
0: there's is not, that is that basically why the club levels have struggled though? Because of the whole
1: hundred percent. That's you know, why. That's a why massive struggled the divide. You know, there's different tires. There's different class structure. It's just it's crap. It, it's so hard. So. AKC or Karting Australia-based teams based in New South Wales are a disadvantage even more. So for us to test at a track that's relevant, we're talking a five-and-a-half-hour drive.
0: Yeah, right. So you have to go to certain – so let me, let me work no, this out. Oh, no, you.
1: no. I, so, so karting I can go to Dubbo, uh, a Karting New South Wales track, no problem. But um, the, the, the track's – that we race on aren't like a lot of those tracks. So Dubbo is so, but that's still what it's a six-hour drive for us. That's a that's a long drive. It's not easy. We've got New South uh, in New South Wales. We've got Newcastle in Carding,
0: but as ka- karting New South Wales got different tires to Carding Australia. That's what that's what would shit me because that that means you are spending more. You are spending extra money that you don't need to spend if you're you are almost gonna be need racing. different
1: chassis. Really? Almost, yeah, wow. it's very similar. Like if you got serious about it, you you would almost run. And it's just the grip state. levels are so different. And it's just this state that's doing that. Basically, yeah, it's different tires, different engine regs. Like in cadet, you can run a different um, that's ridiculous main bearing. Yeah. So it, you've got to have two sets of it's 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 just hard. Yeah, like and, I can and, see
0: why it's throwing at the bottom at the like the bottom bottom level because it's just it's there's. As you said, it's two different groups for one just for the state though. Do you know yeah, what I mean? like yeah, just New this South Wales
1: is, is hard work with that. And, yeah. and it's just, it's hard work.
0: Yeah. So I can speak on it because I'm not involved in it. I think it's ridiculous because if, if Brooke and I had a kid and we pushed the kid through. where do you go? Yeah.
2: yeah. My question as well is with all this complexity coming in and then the rising costs of it, are you seeing the fields get bigger or smaller in carding
1: At the top end, they're getting bigger. Okay, yep. At the bottom end, they're getting, uh, I don't think they're getting smaller at the bottom end you see a at, at grassroots you see them there and what they do is they they get pretty good success straight away because for like I I take my kids to club days but it's not the right thing to do because if I'm taking my team there, most of them are elite drivers you go there and you wipe the floor and that's that's not what club racings about club mm. racings about learning the ropes so, yeah. They sort of learn the ropes and they get fast. And the problem is we're we're in New South Wales or Victoria. Where do you go next? What's the intermediate? Mm. Uh, And in New South Wales or Queensland, sorry, or South Australia, what's the intermediate? They don't have it. So they go straight to national level. Yeah. And this is where I sort of have a little bit of a tug of war on, well, we've got these testing restrictions because these guys can't go fast. Well, no, it's not the testing that's the reason. That's actually hurting them because they can't test at that track. So that's one. But two, the, we we don't have the intermediate and, the, and they're going from six months. Some get six months of racing. They go straight to AKC. I'm sorry, I don't care how good you are. You're going to get your ass handed to you. Yeah. yeah. You do that for six months and they're out of the sport. That's because yeah. that's
2: not good psychologically. It's just going to no. go, what the hell for is the everybody. point of this? Too that's much in any pressure sport. on the kid, yeah.
1: too much pressure on the dad, financial. You know, you go from spending this to this to this, the tyres now. It doesn't matter what. A tire you've got, you know, you get a gain out of a new tire. So most people, you turn up to and a club you, day, you know, and new
0: tires. You know, it's crazy. We're talking about talent that doesn't get seen. Those those guys could have burnt too quickly because there's no intermediate thing.
1: Do you know hundred percent? I mean? Like they so, could have been the
0: next Lewis Hamilton for all we know, or Daniel Ricciardo, or something. they're gone, and they're
1: gone within six months. They're gone. They get the fresh. They get frustrated. It's they're, they're not competitive. They go from being competitive to you know not being competitive. So. The, the, the high-end elite, like the competition level in Australian karting is massive. Like I could take the top, any of the top 10 and, and take them to Europe with a good team, yeah. with a good team, not with any team, with a good team where you know you're not going to get screwed and they will run top 10. Like Jace Matthews won, won the X30 uh, Australian Championship, one K3 Australian Championship, not last year, the year before, Went to OK Worlds, which is OK, is like that's where the best guys, like McLaren drivers and Mercedes drivers, all these new drivers are, are, are there. Yeah, he was purple. Yeah, he didn't qualify well, but he was quickest in three heats. Yeah, and this that shows you the sort of level that we have. So we have a massive high competition level, and that's across all boards. That's from cadets through to through to KZ. You know, mm. so that's a big jump, and I feel that. It's it's nobody's fault, but mm. I just feel that we, if we could get some sort of series that, that is intermediate and be able to to push that forward, that would be um that would be cool because we need we need people to sustain the sport, mm. you know um and the, the the sport itself, the startup costs are enough, yeah, <laughs> to start yeah. with, and then you know. Yeah, it's it's so difficult, and and the rising costs of life, you yeah. know, living is higher. So it's um, yeah, it, it's it's a tough thing. That um,
0: shows though why you were saying why club level is so down because the startup costs and then the intermediate thing, all that little part there is why they jump to AKC because they don't know where to go in between. Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah maybe it's confusing. maybe maybe they should create like a Premier State Cup in a way. For each state to keep that bubble there, and they've got to create some sort of championship. Victoria's
1: got it down packed. What's what's their championship? Well, they've got a country series and a Golden Power series. They've got two. Oh, so that's still going. Yeah, yeah, it's still going, and it's still thriving. Like they yeah. get massive entries. So, but that's a culture thing. Mm. You know that that's been there for years. Yeah, and and it's hard. Like New South Wales is just a basket case. Um, to be able to restart that, like that, that's essentially. Once it all becomes one again, if it ever does, but once it all becomes one, yeah. I feel that that's it. I think Queensland is starting to get that sort of thing. South Australia is starting to get it. And if you can get a bit of momentum with that, you know, then I could take my my first-year drivers to that, you know, and, and introduce them because now you get drivers to do a year of apprenticeship. You've come on, dude, you're not going to be at the front, but you've got to learn. Yeah. You know, and that takes a, a fair bit of mental discipline to be able to go, okay, I'm going to go along and spend a bit of money here, but it's part of it. Yeah. That's that's difficult, yeah. you know, but the guys that do, second year, bang, they're on the money, yeah. you know. But it, it's, um, yeah, it, that that's probably the frustrating thing in the differences. Um, Formula Ford has that, by the way. You'll notice at Bathurst there's your HFFA, which is, Historic
0: Formula Ford Association and FFA, which is Formula Ford. which I can't wait. But the thing is, the <laughs> difference thing is, is HFFA is their own group. Yeah. And then you got Formula Ford Australia, which is their own group. But the thing is, again, it's kind of like K-New South Wales yep. and K-A. They hate they, each other. Yeah, they hate each other. But you've got to think of it from an outsider's point of view, like myself. It's 50 coming, cars. Yeah, exactly. But also – there's different rules. So like you go to historic Formula Ford in Formula Ford Australia Association, there's different rules to the one that we, that so cost, cost,
1: that, that's a costing curve. Yeah,
0: that cost me three steering wheels because I because <laughs> I had the shits. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because I had to fit the, to the certain regs. But then I can go to a cutting, I can go to Formula Ford Association and have a different rule set. Do you know what I mean? It's just, too hard. It's, just it's it's insane. And you it, walk away from it. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to walk away. No, from it I'm I know, but that's the yeah. love.
1: But a lot of people will. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people go. You know what? I don't need this crap. I just yeah. want to do it because it's fun.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I do see that in even the Formula Ford club because I, I was on the committee for a bit. in Cameron Hill as well. You see a lot of guys just come in after two years and they're like, "This is just too confusing and too 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 much money spent." Yeah, you know hundred percent.
1: I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. You got to be a diehard and something wrong with you staying it. Yeah. That's why I'm still in it. You're still in it.
0: (laughs) And that's why Brooke's like, oh, my God, just.
2: (laughs) And then we started this show
3: so we could complain about it.
0: it. Brooke at the start was like, oh, I don't know about car racing. And tell you what, she, oh, actually, I'll tell you a funny story, right? So we're talking about historic Formula Ford. She comes to the state meetings and she's like, she's like, fuck, I just hope you just win that state championship so you stop talking about it.
2: I did that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I He's it. wanted this for like 10 years. I've known him for two, so over two now. Not but so I, but yeah. all I've heard, yeah. and I was just yeah. like, but you know when, also when someone just really wants it, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, Dan needs to, you need to win this. You need to get this off by, yeah, you yeah. Know, just win it, yeah. yeah. And
0: so she's never seen an historic Formula Ford race until the end of last year, right? Yep. She goes there and she's like, This racing is sick. Where's this been? And I'm like, Yeah, like, oh, Philip Island, yeah, Philip. Oh, she's come to that too, uh, yeah. I'll yeah, be yeah, there yeah, at that yeah. one this yeah. year, yeah. It's just like the old school racing, a bit like karting, do you know what I mean? Karting, which is why I love it, do you know what I mean? Like yep. Bart and I have a go kart that we take to Picton every now and then. I, just see the train. Bart,
1: I see Bart's a kart, yeah, it I, needs a bit of work, it does. <laughs> 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 I
0: tell him to get in I basically hand him my cart now.
1: <laughs> but the thing is, that's him.
0: But the thing is, karting and Formula Ford, what all you've said about this whole podcast is it's raw racing and that's why people- It's real get, racing. Yeah, they, they just, they come to it's it. It's
1: emotion. Yeah. It, it shows your real raw emotion. It's not everybody, and I don't care what anyone's. everybody has a chance. Mm. You get, we've all got good gear, mm. but you get that, everybody's got an opportunity. You don't have to have that special engineer like Formula 1. I don't know how some of the guys do it. You turn up, you know you're going to be fighting for last. Hats off to you. Yeah. Like, man, I couldn't do it. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's like, but and that's where Will and I have the, the conversation, you know. IndyCar, you could one week be fighting for, you know, 20th. The mm. next week you can win. Mm. It, it, it's a level playing field and, and karting does that, you know, it brings, it brings the very best out of people and the very worst.
0: I, I love, by the way, talking about IndyCar and Will Power himself. I love IndyCar racing because that's all the one same chassis. Oh, sick. It's sick. It, it needs more coverage. Brooke was saying like, obviously Scott Mollockham on the supercar championship, yep. but Will went over there straight away, basically.
1: Yeah. Well, he America. went to Europe and yeah. he, he's a big advocate for Europe. Um, he cut his teeth. Pretty much was on the bones of his ass. Him, Will Davison. Good mates. Um, and, you know, Will come back, unfortunately, and Will stuck at it, got an opportunity, and look, you know, now two-time IndyCar champion. What
0: was the team that he was with before Penske? I can't remember. Uh,
1: it, was, it was called Team Australia. I don't actually know oh, what it yeah. was. Uh, I don't actually know. It was Team Australia and then – With WPS, that Yeah, of thing. he only yeah. got an opportunity because – Castro Nevis got done for fraud mm. and wasn't allowed I maybe may have gone to jail. I don't know.
0: Yep. Sounds and like racing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I don't entirely. We only yeah. laughed about it. in Vegas. When yeah. I was in Vegas earlier in the year, we had dinner one night and I asked him and he's like, oh man. Because I was lucky because I sort of he turned he wanted to go the IndyCar Road, not the cart road when they split. Yeah. So he went that road. But he ended up going the cart road and then cart fell over and then there was no drive. And then all of a sudden Cash Nevis got done for fraud or tax, I don't know, something. And then he got an opportunity and it was always like, okay, we're going to give you a test. When did a test, was really good. So they're like, okay, well, you're going to get a drive, but if he comes back at any point, you're out. Yeah. And I'm like, how did you sign that? (laughs) <laughs> well it was the best team so then he signed yeah. won one races and it was like then and nevis is coming back anyway and then they made an extra car yeah and it's right. funny how things work so he's been there and he's part of that family and and now now scott's there and he's like scott is good and i'm like yeah he's good um and you know they've got they've got a cool team but it, it, it's just like the, his understanding of it and, and and how he talks about it, a guy that's that's as old as he is now, and the passion he has for the sport and how hard he works, like
0: those boys have carts at the GoPro Motorplex, which Justin Marks owns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he always goes
1: there. So yeah. Justin Marks and Eric Jones are are, um, are business partners in it, and they own yeah. that track and they own Miami, but they've all got garages and yeah. they keep their carts there. So it's is just down the road. Ever. I Dead reckon it's sick. the sickest
0: thing ever. Oh, it's
1: sick. You go there during the week and they're there. Like, like Will was there. He would have been there this week. He was there last week. He called me and he was mm-hmm. asking me about something on the go-kart. And I said, well, just put it back to standard. Stop stuffing with it. Cause he loves playing with things, man, man. But, um, he, 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 like they all go there all the time. Him, Newgarden, um, uh, McLaughlin, uh, yeah. What's the uh, – Kyle Larson. He's oh, got yeah. a go-kart. But, yeah. man, he, he's doing something every day. He's, do, he's, on
0: speed, he's doing speedway <laughs> stuff. Every <all>. day.
1: <laughs> but, like, they've all got go-karts. They all rock up at different times. Um, but Penske's dead set. You drive out the gates, you drive 200 metres, you turn left, Penske's there. You know they're all around that area. I've been to that track and it is amazing. Like the facility, everything. North Carolina.
0: I went there in twenty ten to visit the NASCAR teams and stuff. I went on a NASCAR yeah. tour years ago. Yeah. The, I, North Carolina is awesome. I'd live there. A, yeah. Same here. I, I come back and I
1: said to Zoe, <laughs> "That's one I, place in America I'd live. I would <laughs>
0: move this podcast to there. Hundred yeah. percent. The lakes,
1: everything. It just yeah. it's just got that vibe. And when you're around NASCARs, like I don't know, like uh, that would be the ultimate dream. Yeah. Um, you know, I tried to get Ollie to race motocross so that he could be like Jet mm. Lawrence and Hunter Lawrence. And yeah. me and Macaulay wanted to go and just be his groupie yeah. as he made it. And yeah. Macaulay goes, why are you so sure? He's, oh, I'm going to make sure he makes it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make sure. Like, on a bike, he's, yeah. he's seriously good. Like, on a motocross, motocross bike, Ollie's just... Do you know? Do you know much about the motocross scene? Because I'm still learning about. it As like, oh yeah, was podcast. yeah, because dad, dad knows everybody yeah. from it all. Is that
0: is it like the karting scene in a way? Like, is it is it? Yeah, it's got more like. So it. has it got? Cl- has it got club days? Then yeah. state, national, yeah, international? yeah, So it's got
1: club days, and it's got state, and then it's got a national series, yeah. and then you step from national to international is quite hard. Yeah. Um, but it, it seems like from like McCauley's cousin, mm-hmm. he's a top rider. Well, not yeah, he, he's good. He races national scene. Yep. Um so Macaulay Jones's cousin races in – Yeah, Macaulay in, goes in and, Ma- and works with him at, no, at the well, rounds. I didn't- yeah, Jobin. Jobin Baldwin. So he yeah, runs right. like top – he runs top eight mm. and he's a privateer. Yeah, right. And Macaulay gets frustrated with him because it's like, man, you don't change anything <laughs> on the bike. You, you should change your shock. You oh, yeah. yeah, but standard's good. Well, you can always go back to standard. And it's quite funny. Like they're, they're probably a little bit agricultural backwards in that way. Yeah. Um. But, you know, the top teams aren't. Like CDR – Craig Deck Racing is just next level. Your Eves Honda, Honda team, like it's in America. But we've, we've had the discussion of you look at the options. You can go to Europe or you can go to America. And and I think the old school, it's sort of like carts and cars, yeah. you know. The Europe way is old-fashioned hard. You, you You work your ass off to try and make it. And then you can go back to America, and the money's in America. And I think the top breed, but they don't breed them as well. The amateurs isn't as good as Europe, where, um, yeah, there, there's two different options. But the money in America is just, just ridiculous. Last
0: question before we wrap up this podcast How about we, we were talking about guys who we grew up with, like Ricardo, Limbaugh, and all those kind of guys? But how good's Brian Sanderson come through? Oh, man. Like, basically helped create supercars in that awesome era yep. with Tony Cochran and yep. then created the Supercross era, what he's doing now. Like everything he touches, legit, I'm actually going to have him on the podcast soon, turns to fucking gold.
1: Media, he's just like, he. he I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he started that inside supercar stuff. He, yeah. he, I, I remember the, in the early days when he was there because we were sort of both there at the same stage in the early days and he was on the media side and, and, and that. And mm. um, really nice guy, like just gentleman guy. Yeah. Um, but everything he gets into, like he just it comes out. The production's great, you know. Gets him with Tony Cochran, yeah. Um, and he's now got the Supercross thing, and, and to the point, I love it. He's got their attention, like the AMA, yeah. the Americans, who are just like, yeah, whatever. They don't care. They they nothing ever fazed them. Well, they've started a rival thing against him, so obviously that's got up their nose. Big balls, like yeah. Ryan must have a big set of balls to be able to go, yeah, this is what we're doing and, you know, we're going to do a world supercross and this is how we're doing it and blah, blah, and just laid it out. That's the thing
0: that was just great what he's done though, that AMA has actually realised because AMA, if, it, if they did take it on a world tour, that would sell out anyway, but he's just gone, you're not going to take it around the world, so I will. No, now he's, he's forcing
1: him to to sort of, they're, they're, they're calling something a world super, I don't know yeah. what it is, but... You know, they're banning their riders from doing it. They're trying to, you know. That's what World of Outlaws. Yeah, I was about to Word say. World of Outlaws
0: was- have just done that, by the way, for the Aussies coming here, all the Americans coming to Australia to race. So Brad Sweet, um, Sheldon, Sh- Sheldon Horton Aaron Rizel, they've all had a, a blocked visa. But, yeah, so none of them recent- are
2: going to come out to the, like all the Warren Bull Sydney base, they were supposed to, to be at. They're
0: yeah.
1: all. So why did their visa get blocked?
0: Because of World of Outlaws, apparently, one of them on the inside, this is what I think, has said, no, you can't because you've got to get some something to do with payment. Or There's a lot of words we've heard out.
2: from other drivers. They say yeah. when you go over there, they don't like those guys competing outside. And then someone just posted that they fought tooth yeah, and nail, and they did everything with Toyota, everyone here did all the visas, right, everything, right down to the point, they said someone has said something on their side and basically do- like made oh, something said something yeah. to immigration it and it's gotten it cancelled. Yeah, America, yeah 100%. And it's the same sort of setup. When I said to Dan, oh, we heard from others they were making it hard, and they said if they're coming over here and winning money, what they say, because mm. that's what the excuse was, that they yeah, were on travel money. videos and making yep. money. But they said they weren't going to make the money because we're paying for everything that was the barter system or whatever they were doing. Mm. And so they said there was no reason yeah, to block the visa. At,
1: someone's definitely tipped.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what's going to happen with obviously Ryan's crew and then AMA. They're going
1: to try and. Oh, look they, at what they did with Roxanne. Yeah. You know, like a Honda were told don't let him ride. Mm. So he then got told, he went, yeah, well, I'm out. So yeah, yeah. And yeah. how good's that? Like, see, so yeah, he's he's gone and <laughs> lived the life for like,
3: yeah. three
1: months, test road, everything, gone back to Suzuki, don't really manufacture – well, they manufacture a bike but have nothing to do with it just because he can. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. on you. Yeah. You know, like – but that's AMA going, no. So they're trying to, you know, stand over the top and be godfather, but mm. – Hey, the the manufacturers are going to get on board. And there's room for two. I don't under – there's no reason for it. So, you know, uh, Ryan's done a a ripping job in every part he's gone and done. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm excited. Every time you you see him – I saw him at Adelaide. And, um, yeah, like he – when he's around, you know something's about to happen.
0: I, I honestly didn't think he was going to respond to a DM from me about coming on the podcast. Yeah. And he was like, fuck you, man. I want to come on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. He, like oh, You know what I mean? Like, he's so, he's like passionate like yourself. I was oh, like, he "Loves oh. the sport. I was like, dude, are you going to, he's
1: like, yeah, I'll come on. Well, he raced the Enduro yeah. at the end of the year. Like, oh, him and his brother, yeah, him and his brother raced the Enduro. It's just, yeah. it's a, a fi- That's a cool event too. Yeah, it is a cool event. Yeah. It's a lot of fun put together by, um, you know, carters but, that love yeah. karting.
0: Yeah, that's put together by – is that put together by Dave Sarah? Dave yeah.
1: um, uh Jace Lindstrom, and Lee Nicolau. That was cool, by the way, for Oscar Piastri to
0: come back and teach those kids karting for a bit. Or yeah, it's good James that did. Oscar
1: comes and still gets the track. Like, you know, every time I've seen Oscar, when he's back, mm. it's not many, but he's just down to earth.
0: Did you reckon he had it back when you were watching him kart or you couldn't really see because he kind of just went to the – He's internet?
1: good. Mm. Did I think he'd do what he did? Honestly, no. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he, he's far out. Yeah, he kicked some goals. Yeah, do you reckon
0: he'll prove doubters this year? In yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, he, he proved he proved what he had to prove. Straight, yeah. like I think he's, his his F two year was like yeah. no one can really doubt after his F two year. Like F three, yeah, but possibly, but F two. Like, how could you doubt that? Like that he flogged was, them
0: though in his rookie year, and that's and and when
1: think. the pressure was off. Like those last couple of rounds were just. Unbelievable. Like yeah. he, he just, he he's, hey, he's up against Lando and Lando obviously has that team well, well <coughs> oiled around him. Like there's yeah. no doubt that that team pulls for Lando. Mm. Um, but I, I feel that. I know
0: exactly what I think he's going to try and do and Mark's going to be in his ear about it. You Mark's just got to start He basically got to drive like Lando to beat Lando because that's what uh, they're. That,
1: Mark, oh. Mark had the team. Yeah. I remember, Red Bull yeah. built around him. Yeah he yeah I don't think Daniel knowing Daniel the little bit I know about daniel and and from that I don't think that he's he would have put as much emphasis on building the team around you mm. Mark will definitely make sure that that Oscar does everything he can to build the same support unit around you yeah as Lando's got you know and um he he's he'll do whatever he has to he's young mm. he's not, he doesn't have preconceived ideas yeah. You Know and Lando come over, the, it came out the other day. I read, was it last night? I read that he doesn't like the new car and the way that he has to drive it. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that's fine. Lando said that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't think
0: there was another one, I think it was Georgia or whatever, saying that the cars, which it makes sense, those new cars, they're too heavy or something. They're complaining that it's like it's very obviously, it, it was physically heavy. In yeah, like they just—they just, they just won't. They're not like light and dynamic like the no, twenty twenty cars. They—they I mean? they
1: wouldn't be. You know, ground effects does that. Yeah. You know, if they want to know what heavy is, go and go and watch an IndyCar on board. Those things just look like hell to steer. Yeah, like they—they're twitchy, man. Those guys. Oh, I've spoke to. Wheel about it. I'm like, are they hard to drive? Like I just look at their hands and man, their hands are going at a rate of knots. Yeah. You know, if yeah, they're physical. Yeah. You just that, get like, oh, mate. Like and so they're heavy, like- it just pulls it out of their hands. It's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, man, like that that's violent. Yeah. So, um yeah, it's something I'd never, ever be able to feel. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the, the most scariest feeling for me, even even after all the stuff I've done all these years, is still hopping into a Rotax and just being like, because I'm so, I when, when I do the car stuff and go back to a car, I'm like, fuck me. I'm like you. I get oh, back I you know, I'm like, fast. and I'm like, fuck, they're quick. And you you run out of energy real fast.
1: Real fast. Yeah. And it all happens so quick. You yeah. know, it's like, whoa, whoa. Like, that's why I still make the guys go into cars, do cars. Yeah. Because you jump into a car and essentially it's easy. Because you've got 10 yeah. seconds each straight. Yeah. In a go-kart, you got not what, half a second some straight. So, wow, when you're in yeah. your corner, you know. So, it, it's all happening so quick. And if you can have your process down yeah. and speed it up on high speed, like I, I have watched, who do I watch on board with? I watch on board with somebody mm. who was in cars. I, I don't remember. And they're like, is that is that in fast forward? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, it has to be fast forward. And I'm like, no, mate. That's yeah. real speed. Yeah. You know, and it, it's just bang, bang, bang. And that's what that's what Fernando says. Like Fernando just loves carding, loves it for that reason, gets in a go-kart all the time because mm. he just says, oh, there's nothing that keeps you sharper. Yeah. And then you see him just doing donuts, and it's like, yeah, no. I don't know how many. <laughs> that was, it was do. pretty
0: cool, by the way, to watch over the COVID break where Lando Norris brought his own cart, and that thing sold out like hotcakes, yeah, too, like Cart yeah. Republic. Like yeah. I was, that, I was impressed by that. I was like, Holy! He's shit. He's got a
1: big following. Yeah. He's um, he's well liked. Are they
0: OTK or are they? Yeah, they're OTK. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. So they're probably the most most popular OTK. Yeah, right. So where do we're, they have limited runs though
0: of carts like that you have, like the Willpower, or do they just do that do, do they freight? you know the three lots of chassis to Well you there's at the same all different
1: time. no no so whatever my order is mm. they they freight the the quantity that I need. Yeah. I don't know how OTK work but there's three different I think there's three different distributors of OTK carts in Australia so it depends on what they all order mm. um uh, and their availability etc uh, etc cetera, et cetera. like it's just it, it all depends on on the group you're working with. So yeah, he that that side of things. But yeah, he they've done a good job with it. They've marketed it well. The cart looks good. Goes all right. Mm. Um, you know, all those things are, are are pretty cool having those people input. Like I, I've we're in the final stage of putting together a thing with Fernando and his group mm. that the week before the grand prix mm. we're going to put on a thing where fernando comes to track with all the fernando alonso drivers so i'll invite all the guys awesome. that have got them and then they get to meet him do laps with him you know he'll do a day and um yeah that'll be that, you had pierre cool.
0: Gasly on your website yeah, yeah. pierre yeah. drive cart yeah
1: pierre's an yeah. absolute legend <laughs> yeah cool dude um he, he'll probably yeah I, I would suggest he'll he'll pop in because he loves it yeah um you know will will do the same will was back uh, but he was when he come back, he had broken ribs. When yeah, no one I knew about, about it, that. yeah. So then, I, I knew about it the day after, and he's yeah. like, "You can't tell anybody." And he sent me the vision. I'm like, "Oh man." He goes, "Oh, it was the other kid's fault." I'm like, "No, it wasn't." <laughs> 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 and um yeah. and yeah, anyway, so he come back and he was gonna race. Yeah. So we had a racing a vortex race in um Oakley. Yeah. Everything Will was, was power was gonna race. Yeah, we was gonna race. Everything was tied up. Oh. And he's like, "Oh, I broke my ribs," and I'm like. And then he gets here and he's like, Oh, I think I can drive. And I'm like, No, no, no. I'm not having Roger Bensky call me yeah. and say you punched my driver's lung because you made him race. And he's like, Oh, you reckon? I'm like, Yeah, I do. <laughs> so um I, I would suggest that he'll race yeah, hundred percent when he comes back. Um, but he he'll do the same. Like he he struggles to come back as much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's the the does he come a lot back? Does he come back much or not really? First time in two years was at the end of this year. Oh, wow. three years.
0: I raced his dad, by the way, in Formula Ford for a year. Did you? Yeah, yeah Apparently he's
1: got a absolute banging Kent engine. He does. It's fucking hard to beat, by the way. I, I beat bu- him. I should have borrowed that for Bathurst. <laughs> sh- actually, you know what? It's late now. <laughs> Too late now. Oh, you can do it. It's no, no, chassis no, swap. No, Lupton's assured me I've got good horsepower. Okay. okay. I said I needs to blow people's stickers off going up the hill. All right. He oh, goes, well, you worry about getting the drivers right and I'll worry about the engine. I'll talk
0: some smack to Lapo there. In oh, <laughs> please, straight away. <laughs> if, if Tommy's you- drivers don't do well, you should have got Will Powell's old man's car. <laughs> I'll tell him. <laughs> But it is a banging car and it took me, fuck, Bob can actually drive for his age. Yeah. Obviously, with that motor would help, but fuck me, did He made it hard to pass.
1: Oh, that's too funny. That's yeah. And Richard Davison as well. He has a oh, good old
0: crack. Yeah, Richard's quick too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah far out. He's even harder to beat. <laughs> I, re- I remember him, oh, what was it, the, before COVID, I came fourth in that race and he was just ahead of me. Yeah. And he came together with some guy in the Netherlands, a, a guy from Holland, and they were racing just ahead of him. And he purposely chopped him and then a part of his nose cone came and nearly hit me in the head and i was like and i was like mate are you trying to fucking
1: like <laughs>
0: hurt me to not race so i was like Oh, but <laughs> mate, those old guys have a crack butt. Uh, You'll see it at Bathurst in Philadelphia. You and know
1: what? It'll be good fun. Yeah.
2: I love yeah. the banter That's... between you guys. They always come in and like you're like, oh, you yeah. young ones Wally, don't know what the hell Wally's, you're doing. Wally's the, the bank for banter.
0: I maybe. didn't know yeah. Wally
1: was getting. So Wally will be there. Wally will be there for Bathurst. Oh, no. Yeah. He'll he, be checking he, your car. He'll be no, checking He's to be cars hammering stuff. me. Oh, yeah. Yep. Be, what is he, a tech guy? He's the tech guy. He's the one that harassed
2: Dan with this
1: steering wheel.
2: And Dan had a massive tantrum and they were next to him and he said, I don't give a shit, fix that thing.
0: Do you know the reason he was trying to do it? This is my assumption. He can hear this on the podcast. Yeah. he was, He's basically trying to head fuck me so I wouldn't beat Bruce.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so by the time it got to the last race, which Bruce won, I was in fourth, so I couldn't win anyway at that point. Uh,
1: uh, well, uh, Wally, Wally will know not to come to me because I'll just go, I don't care, yeah. it's not my problem. Uh, he'll just be like, who
0: gives a fuck? <laughs> well, you're there for a race mini anyway with your boys for one <laughs> meeting. Just but like, I don't <laughs> care, who cares?
1: No, nah, he'll be giving it to me. I've got yeah. no doubt Wally is a... Uh, He's very funny. He's a good man. Yeah.
0: Well, Tom, we've basically come to the end of the podcast and I've got the show. I don't know if you've heard it before. The Fast Five. Have you heard of it? No. So the Fast Five. Here we is- go. Yeah. this will be good. It's fire- It's not a firing question, so you don't have to fire them off. It's a- We can talk about these questions as well. But it's basically five questions and Brooke leads the, Brooke holds the leaderboard, don't you, in the podcast?
2: I don't have the full leaderboard yet. We need to pull that together. We need to go back over this last season. Yeah. We, this is season three for yep. anyone listening. We had season two. I think the best was so far was Cam Hill, five Cam out of Hill. five. And
0: then behind is Tom Sargent. So Tom Sargent's number two. We don't have the rest of the lead board. He was four and
2: a half. He did quite well. He did. the
0: same team. But, to get a good prize yeah. The, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> the inside information. Yeah. <laughs> That's not fair. So to get a good prize, Tom, you basically need to get was it, three or four?
2: We said three out of five. That's what we've been consistent on. Okay. Um and if it's if you get a bad prize, well it's whatever Dan finds behind his desk, oh, basically.
1: A bad
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> so you're yeah, either you get a bogey prize or a really decent prize. <laughs> so uh, yeah. We well, keep
2: the questions within everyone's realm of where you work and what yeah. categories you're in.
0: Yeah, so this is the fast five. The number one question, and it'll go between Brooke and myself here, is obviously me because I'm a go-kart. I'll say this question. When was go-kart racing founded?
1: Oh, I've got no idea. No idea? Do you I've, want to have a stab at it? Uh, what year? 1920.
0: 1956. Do you yeah. want to know the bio on what, how it started? Yeah. Okay. All right. This can be for, for your go-kart listeners yeah, out there. Yeah, I'll be using this. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: you can listen to this the next test day while you're bored. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> in the beginning, the first ever go-kart was created in Los Angeles, California in 1956. The first official organized race took place with several dozen home-built machines in 1957. So it was founded in 1956 and raced in 1957 in a parking lot at the famed Rose Bowl Pasadena, California, where they play the obviously yeah. the college football. Yeah. So that's where it was founded. And it was obviously kind of like the, the Las Vegas race now the other. I guess that's the new version of it. Um you know, obviously a parking lot. So wow. That's that's the first thing. Was it by Lake Speed? Uh oh, I didn't get the right. I didn't get the probably was Lake Speed. He was an awesome go-karter. Yeah. He was he yeah. was the echelon. The legend. I rate him over center in go karts Yeah, lake speed. <laughs> he was an awesome NASCAR driver in the end. Yeah. Um, I'll do this one and then Brooke can do number three. How many cutting Australian championships has Dave Sarah won? Oh, Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, well there you go. I was gonna say one. it was a multiple choice <laughs> one. It was 16, 17, 18, or 19. 18. <laughs> All right. Um, Brooke, you got number three.
2: Okay. How many Australian championships has Brad Jones won?
0: It's a multiple choice. It's five, seven, or nine.
1: That includes Oscar, doesn't it? It Includes Oscar. Oh, yes, correct. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I
0: mean, he's just gonna this is I hope Brad listens to this one because Mac is gonna come on the show. Seven. Too. No, it was nine. Nine. Yes. He must have got lucky. Do you know how many and, Oscar yes. championships he won?
1: It would be seven. That's you walk five. Into, You walk into BJR and the whole thing's yeah. Or all these Oscar trophies. He was a
0: gun in NASCAR and Oscar though. Yeah. He ruled the Thunderdome with Kim.
1: Yeah. That was sick. I've been watching old tapes. That's why I always say to him, he can only turn left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, well, I went right. <laughs>
0: um, all right. <clears throat> number four, I'll, I'll say this one and then Brooke can take number five. Which former kart racer turned into a tele- t- reality TV star recently? It's not a multiple choice. Oh,
1: uh, no, exactly that is. <laughs> reality TV reality star. Reality TV star. I don't know if it's a reality TV star. Yeah. But um, that would be Renee Gracie's, my, oh,
0: my pick. okay. Well, <laughs> social media stuff. Uh, <laughs> or P-Star, as we'll say. If okay. <laughs> this ends up on YouTube, I'll just go P-Star. No, well, there was her. Um, obviously, she raced supercars, but got cart racer that she – I would have said car racer for her. Kart racer is Ryan Gallagher. Yes. You hasn't well, he gone gonna, a fair way? Yeah. So I was actually going to say, I was hoping you'd say I that. I know
1: Ryan quite well. Oh, there you go.
0: Well, you said, you said the P-star, but. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Ryan Gallagher, he's done well. He's on maths and he's dating.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ryan, Ryan and I grew up. So we we grew up racing at Goulburn. Yeah. Kart club together with his brother. So I knew Ryan quite well. And man, hasn't he, um. He's kicked some goals now.
0: Oh yeah. He's he's far, he's got so many Instagram followers.
1: Yeah, well we need to get him on
0: here. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I reckon he would. Do you reckon he'd come yeah, on here? Yeah, oh, I reckon he would. be is this. I reckon yeah. he would. <laughs>
1: he's a larrikin,
0: though. Oh he's funny. Yeah, he's yeah.
1: always been very, very funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Ryan Gallagher, anyway, unfortunately, Renee Gracie
1: is off the list. <laughs> well, I reckon I should get two points for that. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the tally count so far? Oh, one.
3: One. <laughs> one out of four. And has he got
0: one out of four? Yeah. One? No. We'll, just
2: get, well, let's see. if you, uh, you, okay. sh- you. I reckon you should get this for, you know, a little bit of a saving grace here. So we've got number five. Who won the very last sprint car race at Parramatta Speedway?
1: <laughs> this year before it shut down. Was it Jamie Beale? No. Oh, no. You that monster. was that was an easy one, wasn't it? <laughs> no, kind oh, of an easy no one. it was one of the dummies. Yeah, yeah I was, was going to say, we'll just think of the family that owns the dumb-sies. Speedway. Do you know who, which dummies while <laughs> we're uh, here? Well, it wasn't Mitchell. It wasn't Max. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, was Marcus it was or Matt.
1: It was Matt. It was Matt, yes. Yeah, it's still
0: one out of five, isn't it? <laughs> That's one <laughs> out of five.
3: <laughs> so what do you got, Dan? What do you got behind? Oh, well that? Got,
0: let me let me check. I haven't gone for some shit prices lately, so I'll go. Oh check. yes. <laughs> I'm
1: like, what have we got left this down shit there? Shit prices always better. Hang uh, on. Is it this I cushion? Have- the bears. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be a You paint out my, my old footy team. <laughs> yeah, I am. don't exist. He's trying to distract is. me, bro. <laughs> He's trying to distract me while I get a shit
2: <laughs> He's always like, but they're my team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you said you got a pull, don't you? Yeah. All right, hang on.
2: Oh, I know what you're going to get now. I was like, hang on, what are you getting?
1: Yeah,
0: actually, your wife will like this one.
1: Oh yeah, no, the kids will love that. (laughs) That is is not a surprise. It
2: is a unicorn kitty float. Everyone,
1: listen. (laughs) Wait until they get into that. Up to thirty kilos. That's perfect. I might even get in it. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, cheers, Tommy. I really enjoyed enjoyed the chat. Cheers. Was awesome. Thank you for coming
1: on. Thank you.
2: Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. You can also find the full episode and highlights on YouTube. Yes, you can see your favourite guests and us on camera. All the links are in the show notes and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. We'll see you next week for another awesome episode.